Welcome everyone to our 26th episode of d Takeover. Without further ado, let's get into our first segment called Quote of the Week. And basically, this is just me and Eric's way of uh, spreading some positivity, some positive vibes, because you know, why not? And uh, this week's Quote of the Week is, life is like riding a bicycle. To keep your balance, you must keep moving. That's very true, man. Very true. That's, that's very true. Well, it's actually, it's, got, it's a good way to look at that when you think about it. I like that one. Yeah. Thanks. Say that one more time. That was nice and subtle, I feel like. I feel like it was like nice and subtle. You know subtle. what? You know what? I will. I will say it again. You know what? Yeah, I will. But um, <laughs> but uh, the quote of the week is, life is like riding a bicycle. To keep your balance, you must keep moving. And that was said by no other than the human genius, Albert Einstein. Hey, man. You got to keep moving, bro. You got to keep moving. If mm-hmm. Don't never stop. Even... The toughest times, you just got to keep going, man. Got to keep going. Exactly, exactly. Just keep on going, fighting through it. But um, I love that quote. That was a good quote, David. Thank you. Very simple. Very simple. I feel like it's it's easier to understand than most of the other ones. So like yeah. I like that little nice and simple to understand. But one more time, then we move on. The quote of the week is, ladies and gentlemen, life is like riding a bicycle. To keep your balance, you must keep moving. And that was said by the human genius. Like I said before, Albert Einstein. Thank you, Albert Einstein, for letting me use your quote. But I don't think he let me, but I kind of just took it. But thanks for that awesome quote. <laughs> now I get to use it. But uh, without being said, let's move on to our next segment. And uh, we're going to go over our predictions, go over the games that happened, and go over, most importantly, our predictions that me and Eric made on these NFL games. And um, since uh, Eric made a prediction on Thursday, we are going to go over that game. If you don't mind, Eric. Go ahead, man. All right, man. But uh, this game was the Panthers versus the te- the Texans, Houston Texans, and uh, it was um it was very uh very uh not interesting at all. If I'm being honest with you, I mean, watching this, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we were all kind of expecting this, but uh, ladies and gentlemen, Eric's prediction. Is uh, he said that the Panthers are going to beat the Texans twenty-eight to twenty-six. He had it a little, a lot closer than what actually happened. Uh, yeah. But the score of the actual game was twenty-four nine. Carolina takes that game, and um, so I can give you a point for Panthers winning, but I cannot give you a point for the score, unfortunately. You also said that Christian McCaffrey was going to have above seventy rushing yards, and he only had thirty-one, seven carries for thirty-one yards, and that's because he had he got injured with that hamstring injury so he's gonna be out for some time and uh, <laughs> and you also said that davis mills was gonna have at least one interception and i am come on i'm surprised i am surprised but davis mills has won 19 for 28 168 yards and one touchdown with zero interceptions a rookie quarterback in his first nfl career start getting zero interceptions is very shocking but um so I cannot give you a point. Overall, you end that score with one out of four, which brings your total up, I believe, to nine, I think. Yeah. I could be wrong. It brings no, it up you're to right. Nine you're right. All right. So that brings your total up to nine. So now we are, in fact, you are, in fact, beating me, correct? No, we're, tied. we're tied. Oh, we're tied. We're tied. Sorry. We're tied. Nine, nine. But um, so basically, let's go into this game a little bit further. I know it wasn't really that interesting, so we're not going to bore you here talking about this. 
only if Mr. Motivations are here. You know, we got the Panthers 3-0, yeah, yeah, whatever. But um, Yeah. Real quick, I'm going to go over the Panthers, the winning side, and then we go over the losing side. And um, the quarterbacks, the former Jet, Sam Darnold, went 23 for 34, 304 yards, no, no throwing touchdowns, no interceptions. But he did have two rushing touchdowns, which is very, very good for him. Uh, also, the leading rusher was Chuba Hubbard with, uh, with 11 carries, 52 yards, and averaging 4.7 yards per carry. And then Christian McCaffrey, like we said, left early in the game with a hamstring injury. I, I think he's going to be out for some time. I don't know how long he's going to be out, but I think he's going to be out, out for at least a couple weeks. I think so. But we'll see how that goes. And it's not good for Panthers at all, especially – to lose a big guy like that in a game like this, you know what I mean? Like they lost yeah. a big guy, like Christian McCaffrey, their main star, in a game against the Houston Texans. Like it's not really worth it in that sense. But they move on, and uh, DJ Moore was a leading receiver with eight receptions for 126 yards, uh, no touchdowns, and um, that's basically it. After that, it went to Ch- Terrence Marshall Jr. with four receptions and 48 yards. It basically went down after that. He was DJ Moore is basically the star of the show, like he is always. But Sam Darnold had two fumbles, which is kind of alarming a little bit. You can't be turning the football over that much. And uh, Brian Burns had one pass defense, and that's that's basically it. It wasn't. It was. And Brian Burns also had a sack as well. But that's basically it on the Panther side. I mean, Sam Darnold threw very well. Fumbles got to be a little better. Got to protect the football, but he ran for two, so he helped his offense in that way while Christian McCaffrey was out. But now. Let's move on to the Texans. And, Eric, I'm going to ask your opinion on this game, as always. But before we do that, we got to go over the Texans. And rookie, and his first rookie, uh, is the first start, NFL start ever as a rookie. You got Davis Mills. And uh, he didn't do as bad as I was expecting him to be, actually. He went 19 for 28, 168 yards and one touchdown with no interceptions. That is so crucial and no turnovers, which is good, especially for a rookie quarterback developing confidence. But, also, in the rushing game, you had Mark Ingram leading the team in rushing with six carries for 21 yards. Ouch. He was leading the team in rushing. He was leading the team in rushing with 21 yards. Oh, my. That's not going to win you games, ladies and gentlemen. But um, in the receiving court, you had Brandon Cooks with nine receptions, 112 yards, which he did really good. Jordan Atkins with four receptions and 32 yards. And Anthony Miller with the touchdown, four receptions and 20 yards. So, not bad in the receiving court. And then Andre Roberts got a fumble. Uh, Justin Britt had a fumble. Jonathan Green, uh, Greenard uh, forced a fumble. And Ross Blacklock forced a fumble as well. But um, that's all I could say about this Houston Texans stat line and their lineup. But um, real quick, Eric, watching this game, what is your overall opinions on this? Carolina Panthers are now 3-0. They're one of the – one of the few teams in the NFL right now that are three and zero at the moment. So it's weird to put their name up there. But what was your overall thoughts on this game? Did Carolina really deserve the three and zero victory? Like, what are your thoughts process watching this game between the two teams? All right. Well, first off, before we do any, before I go into it, like as a whole, we do have an audio message. I just want to play it really quick before we like go on because I feel like I, I, I feel like I have like somewhat to say about this game, so I don't want to like forget about the audio message. So like, yeah. I'm just gonna play this one really quick. It's from a newcomer named Luke. Um, and everyone already knows around here, you know, this this app is free for everybody. So God forbid if something is said, just be just prepared. <laughs> something bad. But um, <laughs> just be prepared. But overall, if 
either way, welcome, Luke. I hope you already followed and got a chance to um to subscribe to the show and everything like that. Um, and welcome to the Dini Takeover family. But here is your audio message. Here we go. No one gives a shit about American football. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, you know what? Don't subscribe, man. Just stay. Just keep on looking for another show because we don't want you. But um, hey. Eric. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna go ahead. You gotta back Where's the haters that? a little bit. You gotta back the haters a little bit. Somebody's gotta do it. We'll go ahead and keep going after that, man. <laughs> Either way, um, now this game overall, the Panthers versus the the Texans, man. Uh, you know, obviously everyone expected the Panthers to win. I don't think anyone expected the Texans to win, realistically. Um, now you asked me about the three and zero. Like, do you think it's a valid three and zero? Right. Yes. I'm looking at the teams that they've beaten. They've beaten the Jets, the Saints, and the Texans. And I, I overall, in my opinion, the biggest win in within all those wins was the Saints. And I don't even know if the Saints are really that crazy yet. You know what I mean? Like I, I know they're good, but at the same time, I feel like they can have their their good t- their good moments and their bad moments. So mm-hmm. overall, looking at it, the Carolina Panthers have a real test from the Dallas Cowboys. Um, next week, right? And that's going to be a good test for them. Um, overall, that's probably going to be one of their hardest tests. And I feel like that's going to really prove they're really about this undefeated life, if you will. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like it's really going to prove it in, in, that, in that game right there because the Cowboys are a good team. Um, however, looking at this game, you asked me how I felt about the game. I'm going to be completely honest, ladies and gentlemen. After the, the, the first half, I turned it off. I was not interested at all. Like, it, 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 it was so boring. It was just like, uh, all right, they're trying, but nothing's really happening. So I'm just going to go ahead. Like, I already knew it was going to win. I just, I just went past it. But um, I really just I want to talk about really quick um, Davis Mills, the rookie. Um, even though they lost, like, the scoreline does not fire them at all. Even though, But even though they lost, he didn't technically – on the stat sheet, he did not have a bad game. You know what I mean? He still was 19 for 28, 168 yards and a touchdown for his first game ever in the NFL. I think that's pretty good. You know what I mean? It's not bad at all. Not but, bad. Um, overall, you are, why, why I think the biggest part of this game is the injuries. And like you said, um, losing Christian McCaffrey in a game like this where you just it – it's supposed to be like an easy game for them. It's really annoying because now it's going to affect them in the long run. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you never want to lose a special player, but I'd rather lose someone like Christian McCaffrey in a big game where it's where it's back and forth. You know what I mean? Rather than a game where it's just like we're going to we're going to walk over this team and move out of here. You know what I mean? But yeah, overall, man, there's nothing much to this game, man. It was just eh, it was just OK. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but really being honest, we expected the Panthers to win. It's kind of boring and they did win. So they, but I they, was, they move on I, to next week. I will say this though, we did, even though like you did my prediction, um, I do want to do this really quick because you know, like David mentioned before, Mr. Motivation is a Carolina Panther fan, and he did have a prediction on this game. And I have to give him his props, man, because he predicted the only prediction that he had wrong, he said that Christian McCaffrey would have 110 yards, and clearly he did it because he got injured. But um uh-huh. he said that the Panthers were gonna win 23 to 10. Wow, Think about that really quick. Wow! The score, score, ladies and gentlemen, was twenty-four to nine. He was one point reader, dude. Fortune teller. He knows his team, man. He knows his team. He knows his team. But I will say this: I will. I'm gonna keep putting down his stats until someone else wants to debate. Not debate, but like 
I guess start um I guess start uh what's the word competing? predicting with him or yeah competing, competing. there it is but as of right now he has two points man Mr Motivation wow. has has those two points and he leads in I guess you could say the um the audience pre- NFL predictions I like that that's good man we'll keep two it up. like that man but e- either way. I'm going to get one point out of that prediction game. Not really excited about that too much. But, David, do you mind if I go into the next game so we can get a little bit, at least a little bit more exciting? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but real, real quick, I want to talk about the Texans' defense. It's going to take, like, literally 30 seconds. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. The Texans' defense really held their ground in this game. They really did really good. And it was just unfortunately that the offense just couldn't score because when they went into halftime, they were only down by one point. Carolina was beating them 7-6. to six. So their, their defense was really holding up. Unfortunately, when you got a rookie quarterback, nothing's really, really happened. So, But I want to give credit to the defense on that. That is respect, man. I remember I remember during the podcast when, like, because this game, for anyone who doesn't know, this game was going on during our podcast. And I was I was telling David, I was like, yo, I'm like, this defense isn't doing too bad. Like, they, they made Carolina go, I think they made Carolina go four and out on the first, on the first drive. I mean, not four and out, yeah. three and out, sorry. But, three and out, yeah. Um. But over overall, man, uh, I still, I still, I'm sorry, I couldn't, I couldn't keep watching. I couldn't keep watching. Yeah. I was like, this is too boring. Like, no one's scoring. I'm like, what's going on? Like, this is, this is a joke. Like, what's going? On? <laughs> but oh, overall, man, David, I'm gonna go ahead and dive into the next game, and uh, I'm just gonna warn you now, you're not gonna like it too much. But um, oh gosh, uh, let's rip it off. Just rip it should, off, man. You you should know what's coming, but um. Ladies and gentlemen, the next game I'm going to dive into, David had a prediction on, and it was the Giants versus the Atlanta Falcons. I almost said the Atlanta Hawks for some reason. Maybe because basketball cor- basketball's around the corner. But I felt like saying Atlanta Hawks for some reason. But either way, so Atlanta Falcons. Um, hold on, let me mute my computer before it starts yelling at me. But um, <laughs> what, what's, it, what's it called? Ladies and gentlemen, David had a prediction on this game. Uh, and uh, David, had, David had had the Giants. Beating the Atlanta Hawks, thirty-eight to twenty-eight. And unfortunately, David, um, the Atlanta—I say Atlanta Hawks again. I said Atlanta. Yeah, Hawks. you said the Atlanta Hawks. I'm getting them confused. Basketball now. season. Basketball yeah, it's, seasons. It's, it's same it's city. Almost, it, dude, I, I keep I keep getting it confused for some reason. But either way, let me the Atlanta Falcons. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. But um, <laughs> David had the New York Giants beating the Atlanta Falcons, thirty-eight to twenty-eight. And um, unfortunately, David, the Falcons took out your Giants, seventeen to fourteen, moving the Atlanta Falcons to their first W of the season, allowing them to go one and two, and the Giants still searching for that first win, and now they're <laughs> zero and three to the. I don't season. even know if they're gonna find it. Oh gosh, but so I can't give you a point for either of those. But then we go into the stats. And you said that Daniel Jones would have over 275 yards. Now, looking at the stats, if I can do math correctly, which I hopefully I can, uh, what's it called? <laughs> Daniel Jones had 266 passing yards, and he had 39 rushing yards. So, overall, you do get that point. I will give you that one. Yes. There's one right there. And also, you said Matt Ryan would throw one or more interceptions. And, of course... Matt Ryan threw zero interceptions, so we cannot give yeah. the part. <laughs> did he throw like three last week or something? He threw he threw three last week, and I thought, you know what? Let me let's see if he can throw one. Nope. No, 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 he won't. Oh my so. gosh, man! But um, 
we cannot give you the point for that one. But overall, you walk away with one point out of that prediction, David, and it, and, and you do take the lead back. It is now ten to nine, um, to David. But let's dive into the stats really quick of this game. Um, on the Atlanta Falcons side, you had Matt Ryan, who went twenty-seven for thirty-six, two hundred and forty-three passing yards and two touchdowns, no interceptions. Um, then you go on the rush, the rushing yards right here. Um, you had Mike Davis leading the team in rushing with just 50 yards of 12 carries. Not too impressive, but not a bad game. Um, then you go into the receiving yards. You had um, – oh, my gosh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pr- pronounce this first name so wrong. I'm so like, – I'm just going to keep it at this. Patterson. Really, you had Patterson. Um, you had 82 yards, six receptions. Decent game. Very decent game. Um, that, he, he, was a receive, he was the leading receiver in that. Um, other than that, looking at the defense – you had Grady Jarrett, who had one sack. Um, Dante Fowler Jr. had one sack. But that's pretty much on the that's pretty much it on the Atlanta Falcons side. And we go to the New York Giants side, right? You had David, your boy Daniel Jones. He had two. He was twenty four for thirty five, two hundred sixty six passing yards, like I said before. But no touchdowns and and no touchdowns, in other words, in the receiving in the receiving department. And he didn't get it in the rushing department either. So he had zero touchdowns in the entire game, unfortunately, right? But then if we go into the rushing, right, you had Saquon Barkley who got, you, who got a touchdown and he led the team in rushing with 51 yards, which for 16 carries. Now, if he didn't have that touchdown, I would say it was like kind of like just like mediocre, but he did get the touchdown, so we'll give him, we'll give him like a decent game, you know what I mean? Not, definitely not yeah. a bad game. And then receiving, receiving yards, you had Kenny Galladay leading the New York Giants with 64 yards with four receptions. But um, again, no touchdowns over there regardless. Um, Daniel Jones also fumbled the ball twice. Uh, like, I'm just, I'm, I feel bad, ladies and gentlemen, because, like, I know David is, like, over here biting his tongue. Probably. I can't speak. I can't speak right now. That's what's happening. Oh, my gosh. And also, New York Giants, they had a couple of sacks on the defensive end, but I'm not even going to go into those. I'm more of excited to just hear what you have to say, David. So now I throw the mic over to you, man. The, the floor is yours, bro. Just let it out. Let it out. I just don't. I don't want to say anything no more, man. I just don't want to. I got. I'm gonna tell you one thing. I gotta stop predicting that get four New York teams to win because obviously they just don't. They obviously can't. <laughs> it's in their DNA. They have to lose. Apparently, I don't know if they lost a bet or something. Something they gotta pay like their dues or something. But they're they just can't win. It's just not in their blood. But I will say the Giants were winning in this game. I I and then all of a sudden the game-winning field goal by the Atlanta Falcons kicker, makes them win again. The second week in a row where the New York Giants lost by a field goal. So don't even bring me that. Don't even bring that up for me, even though I brought it up. But just overall, Washington Giants, Daniel Jones, you got to secure that football again, man. What are you eating, bro? What are you eating? Popcorn? <laughs> are you eating popcorn? Because you got to stop with that, and you got to carry the football. Cradle it like it's your baby. That's what you got to do. You can't just let the, the – you can't be like, careless and – let the ball loose because they can just easily knock this out. But I don't know. Just but other than the fumbles by Daniel Jones, I think he is doing pretty good. I mean, 266 passing yards is very good. Pretty, uh, not very good, but it's, it's good. And uh, he went 24 for 35, which is good as well. But um, he's got to get more touchdown passes. He's got a good receiving core in Kenny Galladay and uh, Evan Ingram and Sterling Shepard. But I will say Sterling Shepard did lead the game early. So that was a crucial factor. So did Darius Slayton left the game early. And so did their main lineback- linebacker and Blake Martinez left the game early. And it turned out to be a torn ACL 
and he is out for the rest oh. of the season. So if things could get worse, they just did. So we're out. We're without our leading tackler of last season and our leader of the blind, uh, leader of the defense, and um, and Blake Martinez. He's not there. So another another bad mark to put on the Giants. But I think the only thing that we can really look at as positive is Graham Gano. Graham Gano has been hitting so many field goals. I think he is on. He made. 37 straight consecutive field goals, and he's still making more. 37 consecutive field goals. The NFL record is 44, so he's still he's slowly catching up to this. So I guess the only good sign is Graham Gano, your kicking thing, your kicking player doing really well. But if, I will if, say there – go ahead. I was just uh, – no, I was just going to roast it. I was just going to be like, if only they could actually win the games if he keeps taking yeah. – like, he's a – He's on, he's on like a mad kicking spree, and then all of a sudden, they just still can't win. It doesn't make any, it doesn't add up. It literally doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because when the other team's scoring touchdowns, we're scoring field goals. It adds <laughs> up so much. But, but I will say the Giants are doing very well to their punting team. They're letting the punter kick so many punts, they, they're letting them do so much work. <laughs> That's the only positive I can take out of this game. But on a good note, I think Daniel, Daniel Jones played very uh, pretty well. Like his rushing as well, his passing yards. He's definitely improving from the first game. He's improving every single game, which I'd like to see from Daniel Jones. But um, Saquon Barkley seems like he's getting a little more comfortable every week, so I like that as well. Yeah. But what happens, see how, how they formulate as a team in the future. And hopefully we versus the Saints next week, and hopefully we can get a W versus the Saints. I think. I hope. I really please. Please, Giants. <laughs> please. I'm begging you. Please get a win. Oh, gosh. But um, besides that, Falcons, I'm going to go over, tell you about how the Falcons played. I mean, Matt Ryan, he uh, he got, I think, 350 career touchdowns and joined. He's 10th on the list. So congratulations to him. Oh, that's but awesome. Other, yeah. Other than that, Matt Ryan, he just did veteran quarterback stuff against a defense that struggled without Blake Martinez. And um, basically, that's all it. But sort of Matt Ryan did lose the phone football, so he's got a little bit of butter butterfingers too. He's been eating he's been eating Daniel Jones's popcorn a little bit, but um, <laughs> unfortunately that didn't cost him the game. But I mean, Atlanta Falcons got their first W of the, of the season. Let's see if they bounce back from it. Hopefully not, because I want the Giants to to be number one in the, in the NFC. But I don't know. I guess overall it was a scrappy game because they only came up with seventeen points. So. But the Atlanta Falcons played a little bit better, which overall gave them the W. So that's all I gotta say. Hey man, I, all I'm gonna say, I'm sorry, man. I can't even. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, usually I I kind of just roast David, but like at at this point, I'm kind of just like, dang, like I'm just sorry. Like I don't know what <laughs> this is because I know if I was in that position, bro, I'd be hurting. I would be in, like, I'd be in, I'd be so angry, man. But the thing is, I tell you one thing: if Dave ever talked trash, then I, then I, then I go for him. Then I would. Come. See, see, the thing is, I could talk trash, but then that's ignorance because I obviously know that my team, New York teams, are garbage. Exactly. So like, it's like it's not even worth it. Arguing <laughs> against a, a Lamar Jackson and two and one Ravens team against a Owen Owen six combining the New York Jets and the Giants record. Oof. Like. Yeah. Oof. Well, listen, man. We'll, 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 uh, we'll, we might get into it a little bit later, but I don't know. I don't know for right now, depending, depending on how time looks. But um, without further ado, man, go ahead and take it on to the next one, bro. All right, man. So, ladies and gentlemen, we move on 
after a devastating New York Giants loss again. And all I got to say is one thing. Jets and Giants lost again. I think they like losing at the same time. But um, <laughs> simple words, ladies and gentlemen. You've heard this previously, and I will continue to say it unless uh, unless New York Jets and Giants decide to win. Welcome to New York. That's all I got to say. <laughs> if you're a new fan to New York football or New York, yeah, may, mostly New York football, just welcome and enjoy the ride because it's going to be a rough one. Let's just say that. But um, without further ado, lady, ladies and gentlemen, we move on to Eric's next prediction, and uh, it is the Ravens against the Lions. And we got to go with Eric Lamar and his Ravens versus Jared Goff and the Detroit Lions. Come Man, on, now. this game, this game was something. I can say that it was something. It was insane what happened to this game because there's so much to cover. But basically, Eric predicted, ladies and gentlemen, that the Ravens were going to beat the Lions 35 to 24. They did beat the Lions, but by a score of 19 to 17, a little bit closer than you anticipated. But yeah, you get a point. definitely. Yeah, you get a point for the Ravens winning. Unfortunately, you can't get a point for the score. But, um, man, was that an exciting – all I'm thinking about is this exciting ending that I will get to when we go over the stats because it was, it was something, right, Eric? It was something. Yes, it was, bro. <laughs> Yo. But, yeah. Crazy. Just keep going. I, I'm, if I start talking, you, I won't stop. Like, yeah. <laughs> but um, Eric also said, ladies and gentlemen, that Lamar was going to have above 250 total yards. And he did it just by his passing. He had 287 yards. He went 16 for 31 with 287 yards, one touchdown, and one interception. So just by his passing yards, he got you that point. And also, you said Jared Goff was going to have no interceptions. And um, you got that one correct because Jared Goff did not throw a touchdown, but he did not throw an interception as well. So you get a point for that as well. So you end that off with three out of four points. Wow. Let's go. Wow. Adding three points to your nine previous points, making it a total of 12. So 10, 10 to 12, baby. Let's go. 10 to 12. You got that lead. But let me go. Let me dive deeper into the stats of these games. And let's go over the Ravens real quick. Lamar Jackson went 16 for 31. He let a little bit above 50% completion, which is not good. No point at all. But he went 287 passing yards, one touchdown, one interception. Uh, he, he was a leading rusher of the team, like always, like we expect him to be. He had seven carries, <laughs> for, 58, seven carries for 58 yards, averaging 8.3 yards per carry. And then receiving, you had Mark Andrews, my tight end, fantasy tight end. He had five receptions for 109 yards. And after him was Sammy Watkins with four receptions and 68 yards. Marquise Hollywood-Brown with three receptions and 53 yards. And the list goes on and on and on. But um, not only that, Lamar Jackson did fumble the ball as well. Man, why is everyone eating Daniel Jones's popcorn, man? That's the problem. <laughs> Everyone's trying to get a little taste. Everyone's trying to get a little taste of the popcorn, but making their hands a little slippery. But we had it with Daniel Jones with two. We had Matt Ryan with one. And we had another one with Lamar Jackson. So they got to stop with those stuff. They got to stop with that. But um, other than that... <laughs> <laughs> Trayvon Young had a sack, and Chuck Clark had a sack, and then basically that's all it goes. But then the man of the hour, the kicker, the best kicker in the league, I I think, Justin Tucker. Yeah. Went four for five in field goals. He did miss, a, I think, a 50-plus yarder field goal in, in uh, during the game. But 
when it counts, it counts. And ladies and gentlemen, you're probably like, why? What happened? If you don't know what happened, this guy, Justin Tucker, just beat the NFL record, with, uh, which was 64 yards, and he hit a 66-yard field goal to win the game. It expired in the fourth quarter, and he got the game-winning field goal. 66-yard field goal, new NFL record. Congratulations, Justin Tucker. That is a huge honor. But that ball was going to hit that, – that ball hit the crossbar. It was going good. It was going good. Hit the crossbar, and then all the momentum of the spin of the ball pushed it over and gave him the W. Because if he would have missed that, which I believe many people were thinking that he was going to miss it because I was not expecting him to hit a 66-yard field goal, the NFL record. If they would have missed that, the Baltimore Ravens would have fell 1-2. and two. But now they are, in fact, 2-1. and one, And it all, all eyes on the game, man of the game, Justin Tucker, with that 66-yard NFL-breaking touchdown. Uh, t- not touchdown. Field goal. But, Eric, what's your thoughts on that real quick? Ah, uh, thank you. I'm biting my tongue. Let's, <laughs> let's go. Now, I'm going to be so honest with y'all. I'm going to be so honest with y'all. I'm literally, I was so sad because I couldn't watch the game. Right, I was, I was, I was, I was, I had to do something. And I could not watch the game at the time. However, I was able, like, I was, in other words, like, I was just trying to like refreshing, like, like social media and seeing what, trying to see what was going on, right? And yeah. when I saw the highlight of that kick, you, I screamed the place down, bro. Oh <laughs> my goodness, bro, dude. Booted it, and I was. And if you saw, if you like, there's like several different angles on social media. So like, you had the regular one, the regular NFL one, and then also like there was like fans behind the, the goal, the goal, um, um, the field goal, and then you had fans on like the side, like watching from like a side view, bro. The side view, it bounced on when it bounced on the on the um on the on basically like, kind of like the crossbar, or the bottom of the field goal. I was yeah. like, no way, you just actually made that, and it just falls through, bro. <laughs> I was hyped. I was hyped. But listen, I'm going to let you keep going because there's other stuff we got to talk about in this game, too. One specific moment, I would say, as well. But go, keep going, man. Keep going. All right, man. That, ladies and gentlemen, what you just heard right there is an excited Baltimore Ravens fan. But um, without a doubt. Come on. Let's go. <laughs> I hope. I wish I could feel that excitement. Why can't I feel that excitement? <laughs> but, <laughs> but let's move on to the Detroit Lions and uh, Jared Goss. Wait, David, David, David. Yeah. You know, there's like you like what? You ever like you like two like siblings fighting? He's like, why can he have this and I can't? And he, <laughs> all I want, all, New York, New York, New York Jets and Giants. All I want is happiness. Why can't you give it to me? <laughs> oh gosh. But um, we move on to the Lions and Jared Goff. Jared Goff went 22 for 30 with 217 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions, and uh. And a rushing yards, um, you had DeAndre Swift with 14 carries, 47 yards, and a touchdown, averaging 3.4 yards per carry. And then Jamar Williams with 12 carries for 42 yards and one touchdown, averaging 3.5 yards per carry. Also in the receiving yards, you had Khalif Raymond, who had six receptions for 68 yards. DeAndre Swift, the running back, seven receptions for 60 yards. And the list goes on and on and on. But um, uh, basically, but basically, and then you had Darren Fells with two receptions, 35 yards. TJ Hawkinson, who they didn't use as much, with two receptions for 10 yards, which is very shocking to me as well. And on defense, they got Alex Anzalone with one sack. Uh, basically, that's basically all she wrote in this game. Not really too much going on in the Lions thing. I mean, they did 
hold it together against the Baltimore Ravens, Lamar Jackson running kind of thing. But unfortunately, it wasn't enough because they fall to 0-3, the same record as the New York Giants. And the Baltimore Ravens fall, uh, improved to 2-1 and on this young NFL season. But uh, that's all I got to say about this game. I know uh, not, not about the stats. I'm sorry, not about the game because there's a lot about the game. But that's all I got to say about the Lions stats. But the Lions defense did what I believe. I didn't really watch the game, if I'm being honest. But based off of what the stats show, I think that the Lions defense did their job to hold Lamar Jackson to mm-hmm. under under 100 rushing yards. But um, I think they did well enough for their offense to score some points. Unfortunately, the offense did not score a lot of points, and it wasn't enough. But um, based off of this game – I'm not I mean it's a big win for the Baltimore Ravens cuz it could have fell to 1 and 2 instead of being now 2 and 1 but Detroit there's a problem in Detroit and this is one of their games that that they, that they should have won and it's one of those games for Detroit fans that are like man we're about to beat Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens and then all of a sudden Justin kick uh, Justin Justin Tucker comes in he's like you know what psych let me kick the 66 yard NFL breaking NFL record field goal and win this game for Baltimore. But that was just an awesome moment to watch as a football fan, just to see records being broken. But, um, Eric, I'm going to toss it over to you. I know you got some stuff to talk about in this game, so I want to hear it. First, first of all, first of all, I'm going to, like, what you right here, right, is this going to be, like, me just – I'm warning everybody. It's going to be me hyping up the Ravens, okay? Oh, and God. I'm going uh, to be coming back down to earth. I'm going to be coming back down to earth. But I got to let this out. First of thanks all, for, thanks for warning us at least. <laughs> <laughs> What's it called? Justin Tucker, goat. He's a, he's a field. He's a, he's the, he's the the kicking goat. I don't hear it. I don't care. He's <laughs> the cut. He's the best. He's the best kicker in the league. And honestly, I don't think that's a that's a far fetched statement. I think he actually is the best kicker in the league. No, he right? is. And and two, he's just amazing, right? Um, mm-hmm. then can we just talk about something really quick? Now, again, I didn't watch the game, but if I understand right, from what I've heard, right, even though Justin Tucker kicked the winning field goal, there was a – if I'm mistaken, unless I'm mistaken, there was a fourth and 19 play, and yes. Lamar Jackson found a way to convert that. The fourth and 19 play, and they converted to Sammy Watkins for 32 or 34 yards. Bro, fourth and 19 to get – to get in position to at least give them a little bit of chance. And Justin Tucker was like, give it to me, bro. I'm the goal kicking. Come on, let's do it. But, bro, <laughs> Lamar. Lamar. Stop. Bro, oh. you cannot tell me that's not, like, one of the clutchest things. The, the dude that's going on back-to-back fourth-down conversions to, like, win games at least. Or put them in – I guess since it's not technically him winning the game, this one. It's, like, to put them in position to win the game. Mm-hmm. Back-to-back. Against the Chiefs That's and against the Lions, dude. That's true. You can't t- you can't teach that, man. You can't teach that to people. <laughs> it's only in goats. It's only in the goat status. Uh, and Lamar is that guy. Stop, please. I'm gonna keep preaching it until you guys understand. Lamar, man, 2021-2022 MVP loading. He is the goat. 2021-2022 Super Bowl loading. Oh gosh! All right, so so your goat goes sixteen for thirty-one, almost fifty percent. No, 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 no! I don't want to go that negativity. And a fumble. No, no, no! I don't want to go all that negativity. 
That's mad negative. <laughs> Y'all want to hear all it's that? It's facts. Look, it's facts, though. My goal converts fourth to 19 and wins games. That's all I care about. That's all uh, I care about. So bad. Oh, <laughs> gosh. But... All right. But all right. Now, bring myself back. For real. All right. Realistically, um, even though we win this game on an exciting, exciting game, like, it's fun to watch as a fan when your team clutches up and, like, wins without a doubt. It's always fun to watch. But um, I'm going to be honest. Like, why why are we struggling against the Lions? Why? Like, that's, that's, <laughs> my, that's my main concern. I know the Detroit Lions are in a bad team, but it's like – this is not meant to. This is not meant to be happening, especially after when we just clutched up and beat the Chiefs. That makes sense to me, okay? But the Lions, another, another, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it luck, but at the same time, I feel like a lot of the people that aren't Baltimore Ravens fans will call it luck. You no, know? that was luck. That was not. Luck. All right, you see, a little bit right. of skill, a little bit of skill, a little bit of luck. But it's just, it's just for me. I like seeing my team dominate. I don't want to see no close game. I like seeing close – like, people – some people be like, come on, you got to want your team to, like, win out in a close game. No. Listen, that's for the other teams to do. I want to see my team win <laughs> nothing, shut out, and I don't care. You know what I mean? That's that, boring, though. Nah, for me, it's amazing. <laughs> I love it. Like, I wouldn't mind that at all. But I'm being being honest. Like, like David said, Lamar, 16 for 31. I don't even um, – I'm not even going to talk about that. Uh, that, that, that's, a speech, that's a speech for itself, bro. I, I don't even want to talk about that. And the interception. Uh, dude, I feel like dude's averaging interception every single game at this point. It's kind of scary. But um, overall, bro, uh, we know – the thing is, I don't I'm – just, I'm just nervous that this team is getting too hyped up on each other to the point where it's like we're – like we need to go over like these mistakes, ladies and gentlemen. Like this, this – certain mistakes against other teams – are not going to fly. You know what I mean? And we're going to get destroyed. So, I, all I will say is this. Like, I'm glad. Like, celebrate your win. Congratulations. You're 2-1. and one. Yeah, yeah. But there's a long season ahead of us. A long season. And after a while, teams are not going to be letting you do this. You know, teams that are not going to be. There's no. Unless that's some type of miracle sent thing. But, like. Teams that there's no way you're gonna constantly just keep squeezing out wins and squeezing out wins. The team's gonna get the better of you at least once, at least once or twice. You know what I mean? It doesn't always mm-hmm. go your way. That's just life. So, oh, overall, man, get in the booth, get in the booth, get get in, get in <laughs> um the, the gym uh, or I guess you could say the field and um get to work, man. Because this we I I really did not expect us to struggle this much and the score says it all. But I'm happy though because we get the W. And we got the fraudulent Denver Broncos next week. So we're going to three. Fraudulent? Wow, I haven't heard fraudulent. that word since you used that in the NBA season with the fraudulent Jazz. So now that's your new team, huh? The fraudulent well, w- Denver Broncos. Wow. See, it's a, it's a little bit different because the Jazz were, like, hyped to win, like, to, like, go, like, really far. And that's why I was like, this is not true at all. But the, the Broncos, I don't think, in my opinion, in my opinion at least, I don't think they're really hyped to, like, be winning a Super Bowl or something like that. But the three no, and I think that three no is fake. So, but mm-hmm. we'll we'll go we'll go into it a little bit later because I do want to talk about that a little bit later. But that's my that's my analysis on this game, David. Man, man, I, I like what you said and uh, about uh, about having close games and all that stuff because, like, 
like I know you're a Baltimore Ravens fan, but speaking for Baltimore Ravens fans, I think that when you had a close game with Patrick Mahomes and Kansas City Chiefs, you're like, wow, we were actually like that good and competing that well against a big team like that. But when you go close mm-hmm. a close game against Detroit Lions, you're like, huh? Like we just went, yeah. we just beat, like we were so close with Patrick Mahomes, we were in like a duel with him, and we beat them, and now we're in a duel with. Jared Goff and the Detroit Lions? Like, what? Like, how is that even possible? But at the end of the day, you could come out with the victory, so you got to be happy with that. Just an, just a tough break for the Detroit Lions fans because, man, that 66 yards, I didn't think that was even possible for him to hit it. And a uh, little bit of luck, a little bit of skill on his side. But Lamar has to improve overall. Lamar has to improve his accuracy as a quarterback. I mean, last, last, last game against Kansas City, he looked like a very, very good quarterback, right? I know he did throw yeah. a few pits earlier in the game, but after that, he looked like he knew what he was doing. And then and then he goes back, and I'm like, you know what? Maybe Lamar is improving his passing game. And then he does a game like this where he just does a little bit above 50% uh, completion, and they're just like, okay, all right. We'll see, we'll see what happens for next week. Maybe he's going to be inconsistent about it, but he's got to improve that again. Like the football, he's got to hold on to a football. He can't force turnovers like this. Because in a league, turnovers are very crucial, and they almost lost the game because of it. At the end of the day, hey, man, like, dude, you you chose to speak fast. Fact, that's all I can say. <laughs> that's literally all I can say, man. I, but listen, no need to worry because I'm about to be warning. I'm going back to bias. Don't worry because Lamar's gonna win MVP and we're gonna win the He's going to win it. He's going to win MVP. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. He's winning MVP. Then he's going to be the first MVP with 50% passing completion. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So (laughs) So bad. Dude, Um, if you can say that there's going to be a Giants and Jets Super Bowl, I can say Lamar's going to win MVP. You know, the Giants will make the Super Bowl. No, no more the Jets. No! They did. They're 0-3! Oh, my gosh. The Giants are in the NFC least. They they but lost like, to the Falcons! <laughs> <laughs> like, come on! Uh, nothing, nothing is going right anymore. <laughs> oh, my Lord, bro. I will say this much, bro. Um... Just watch out for us. We we go we go we gonna be nice. Don't worry. People know about us. We they know about the Baltimore Ravens. But I I will say this: we do have an audio message actually, David. Nice. And it's from ten a eighty six. He's in the building. Nice. So let's go ahead and play this one. Here we go. What up, boys? What up, boys? What up, boys? We talking football. We talking football. Yo, listen. The Chiefs are beating themselves. Chiefs got to get it together. Chiefs beating themselves. The Ravens? Sorry. Sorry, <laughs> Eric. But the Ravens has just happened to be getting over. Can't win your yeah. games with a field goal like that. It was a good hype. But with that type of win, you got to make you guys, media, uh, announcers, Say that during the playoffs and be like, oh, he did it during regular seasons. He's doing it again when it really, really, really matters. And, yes, David, I agree. To struggle against both teams, the Chiefs and the Detroit Lions, that ought to tell you right then and there, Ravens got a lot of work to do. Ravens got a lot of work to do. That's true. Wait a minute. 
Are we just gonna ignore the fact that I agree with him? Like, what do you mean, sorry, Eric? I do the same thing. No, uh, sorry, it's sorry, Eric, because of your, that's your team. That's why. Nah, man, yeah. that's. Nah, I don't want to hear all that. We on top. I don't care. I don't care. I don't, I don't care. But uh, that game. You know, when you really think it, when you really think about it, to go back in the Ravens game before we move on real quick. That 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 field goal should have never happened because when you go over that last play, it was like about seven seconds left in the game. That should have been a de- delay of game penalty on Lamar Jackson, and the oh. back the, the back judge didn't oh, call God. it, so that would have been five yard penalties back, and he would have had to hit a six a seventy one yard field goal, which is Guys. impossible. So that 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 play should have never counted, but it did unfortunately. Guys, and uh, they got that they got that field goal to go in. All, all I hear is hate, bro. All I hear is How hate. How is that hate? It's all I hear is hate and envy. Listen, listen, I get to watch the game. So all I hear is hate and envy. I didn't see it. Therefore, I don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see it. All I you saw know, was the 66 yarder. That's all I saw. <laughs> you know, I, I, th- I think I, I think the back judge got paid off a little bit because, you know, that. that oh, that, nah. that, that's, that clock was on zero for a, a, about a second and a half, so he should have caught that. But you know, this guy, this oh, guy, he's a, listen, listen, listen. I tell you what, by the end of the season, we'll donate a couple wins if we can still make playoffs. How about that? <laughs> ouch, ouch. That's, so cool. That's actually pretty funny. That's oh my gosh, man. All right, well, we got to keep moving, man. So I'm going to go ahead and go into your game, the next thing that you predicted. Um, and ladies and gentlemen, David chose. A game that, honestly, I didn't think was going to be too close. But it ended up being a really good game to watch. You know, again, wasn't able to catch it, unfortunately, which I was really tight about. But, um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, this game, David, the game that David chose was the Green Bay Packers versus the San Francisco 49ers. And David predicted that the Packers were going to win 28-24. to And... You know, you didn't get the score right, but however, the Packers did win 38 to 28. So you were very close. Wow. You know what I mean? Very close, mm-hmm. but we do give you a point for the win. So there's that. Now, you also said that Aaron Rodgers, your guy, would throw three or more touchdowns. And oh, no, wait, you said that he would have, he would have three or more. Let me, let me fix that. Not throw, but he would, have, he would just mm-hmm. have three or more. Either way, though, Aaron Rodgers only had two, unfortunately. Oh, so, come on, man. Yeah. Ah. He was one shy. I was looking at the rushing, but he's not even on the rushing sheet, so can't even give you that one over there. But unfortunately, we cannot give you a point for that. And you also said Jimmy Garoppolo would only have would have three or less touchdowns. And looking at looking at it from here, David, you do get that point because he had two as well. He had two touchdowns nice. as well. So we do get. So with that being said, you come out with two out of four points out of that one right there. And once again, we're tied. All right, nice. Sick. <laughs> we're tied again. Throwing the 12. Awesome. But let's go ahead and go into this game stats. You look at Aaron Rodgers' stats. One of the GOATs, one of the greatest of all time. Um, 23, 23 for 33, 261 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Great game. Um, leading the team in rushing was Aaron Jones with um, 82 yards and a touchdown. Really good game from him. 19 carries. I mean, I, I, I would want him to get over 100 yards. But either way, um, good mm-hmm. game from him. And leading – y'all, first off, <laughs> y'all, this man is on my <laughs> fantasy team. And with this stat line, I still managed to lose by 20 points. How does that make How? sense? How? How does that make sense? 
<laughs> How does that actually make sense? But you guys are gonna understand this. Ready? Devontae Adams, 12, rece- 12, re- 12 receptions, yeah. 12 receptions, 132 yards, and a touchdown. Jeez. Are you kidding me? I lost? Wow. Are, you, are you kidding me? Am I 20 points? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sorry. I can't stay focused on fantasy, but I just got to be tight. I had 140 points. I lost. How does that make sense? Oh, my gosh, know. man. It's because Cooper Cup was on the other side, if I'm being honest with you. But uh, let's, Cooper Cup's Cooper- dominating everything. Cooper comes insane. I, I, I'm just shocked. Either way, but um, moving on past that, um, Green Bay. You had Aaron Jones. He fumbled once, um, but he recovered it, so like he didn't lose the ball. But um, other than other than that, looking at the defensive stats, um, you had Oren Burks who, who had half a sack, and also ju- there was four people that had, that had point five of a sack. Wow, that's really, <laughs> kind, of, kind of crazy. I think I don't think I've seen that all season. But either way. Oren Burks with half with half Jonathan Garvin, um, Rashawn Gary and TJ Slayton all had half a sack, um, and I mean I gotta talk about it. Mason Crosby did one three for three and there's a reason I'm saying that it's long was 54 yarder but um I'll go into that we'll go into that, into that a little bit later but um going into the San Francisco 49ers unfortunately man. They couldn't keep that undefeated streak going, man. Uh, they lose to the Green Bay Packers. Now both the teams are two and one. But going to their stats, Jimmy Garoppolo, twenty-five for forty. David, how are we feeling about that? Really quick, just like really quick, twenty-five for forty. Is that? Uh, are we giving a yeah. pass? Are we like nah? Uh, what are we thinking? I don't know, man. Uh, it's a little over fifty percent. Yeah, I I don't know. I just don't. I don't like it that low. If I'm being honest with you, but. Yeah. He still had two touchdowns, but the interception doesn't help either. That is true. That is true. But um, like David said, two touchdowns, one interception, he had 257 yards, a lot of yardage. Um, the leading rusher for for San Francisco was Trey Sermon with 31 yards. He had a touchdown, but 31 yards. Um, that that's self-explanatory. And then uh, we'll go into the receiving yards. George Kittle had 92 yards and seven receptions, which is really good. Um. Um, Debo Samuel only had 52 yards. I mean, obviously, someone like Debo Samuel, you kind of, like, hope that he would get a little bit more, I guess, to, like, win the – but I guess that also plays a factor why they didn't win the game. You know what I mean? But we'll go into it a little yeah. bit. Um, Jimmy – man, there's a, there's a lot. You were right. Someone – Daniel Jones is sharing his popcorn, bro. <laughs> Garoppolo with, with, with a fumble. Also, Alex Mack with a fumble as well. Jeez, man, he's sharing that popcorn around the entire league. <laughs> Yes. Go into the defensive stats. Um, nothing too crazy. Just one sack. Um, from Eric, from Arik or Eric. I don't want to pronounce that wrong. I apologize. Um, Armstead. Um, and that's pretty much it. Going to the kicking. Yeah, nothing. Okay. Um, that's pretty much it though. David, what do you yes. think about your boy Aaron Rodgers in this game? What are we thinking? Like I said, man. Like I said, Aaron Rodgers is shutting down. People, don't speak ill about Aaron Rodgers. Oh, he doesn't work hard. I know I said this last week, but, like, you guys are saying, uh, not, not not you guys personally, but media influences stuff. Like, oh, Aaron Rodgers is not taking this hard enough. Oh, well, he's not working. He doesn't care about the team. He might not like the team, but he sure cares about the teammates and the players around it. He cares about winning, most certainly. And adding another mm-hmm. stamp to his legacy. So Aaron Rodgers, you're just doing good. You're on back on track, which I like seeing you do because I like watching you play because you're very free flowing as a quarterback, which is very 
fun to watch. Cause like one moment you see him like throw a hard pass, five yards, ten yard completion, and then the next moment he does like a simple, like no effort lob pass for like fifty yards right in the hands of like Devonte Adams. So he's like very, very effortless in that stuff, which is very good for him. But um, man, Aaron Rodgers produced as well. It was kind of close. This game was kind of closer than I expected. I was not expecting um San Francisco to win by uh, to lose by two points, but. I give credit to San Francisco. They actually came back in this game. They were down by a lot going into halftime. But other than that, I got to talk about these two. This duo, Eric. This duo is unstoppable at this point. Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. Wow. These guys are something. These guys are something. And I love watching these guys play. Because I was watching this game last night. And then every single time Aaron Rodgers throws it Devontae Adams' way. You can pretty much guarantee a catch. Like, that's how confident they are and how confident I was watching this game. Like, Devontae Adams knows where to turn the turn to catch the ball, and Aaron Rodgers knows where to put the ball. Like, those two players complement each other so well, and they do so well. Uh, like I said, uh, they do so great together, and it's the reason why they have the most touchdowns by a quarterback duo. But um, besides that, it just shows – the superstar, the superstardom that these two possess in this game that we call football. But you know, what I I want to know real quick is that this is kind of off topic. It's more of a down in the future. But when Aaron Rodgers leaves this year, is Devontae Adams going to go with him? Because that's basically who like we... the Aaron Rodgers makes Devontae Adams look good. Devontae Adams make Aaron Rodgers look good. Those two can't be separated. Those are like a package deal. Hey man, I will say this much. We did talk, we touched based on it a little bit last episode. And if you didn't watch that last episode, you can go ahead and watch last episode on Spotify. Go ahead and follow. There we go. What's it called? No, we, I remember we talked about it a little bit. We were like, is Devontae Adams going to go? Because, like, if they're garbage next year, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, why would he want to stay a player of his class? Now, the question is, do they go and make a super team somewhere else? That's the issue. Go to the Jets. No, bro. Still wear, you still wear the color green. It's a win-win. Hey, listen. All I'm gonna say is this much. I'm not not in reference to Aaron Rodgers, um, but Devontae Adams. Uh, Baltimore. Don't say don't you. Uh, uh, Devontae, you know you could make Lamar <laughs> a little bit better of a passer. You know, help him out. And he could make you look good as well. That's what I'm gonna say, man. Come over to, come over to, come over to Baltimore, bro. We'll treat you good. We we'll treat you nice. This. We gotta stop this. But you want, you want them to ruin their <laughs> career at the Jets? I don't want to hear it. He'll make them better. He'll make the Jets better. I mean, obviously bro. the Jets are terrible. So any, any, even if they win one game, they're still better than last year. What happened to Le'Veon Bell? No comment. Exactly. There, there, there we go. No comment. Dude, Dude, you you can't guarantee that you can make a player better because every single time a player goes to the Jets, they just become bad. <laughs> Dude, it's it's a it's a natural oh, thing. Oh gosh, we need Dude. we need people like Michael Strahan, Lawrence Taylor back in those in the MetLife Stadium. But I need to go back in time. What? Need to go back in time. Yeah, we got to get those guys back. But. We need Joe Namath for the Jets. You need you need a lot of people back from both teams. Nate Bengals, <laughs> but let me go back on this game. Uh, 
the 49ers side, like I said, they faced some adversity in the first half. I don't think they scored a, a touchdown until the last seconds of the second quarter, which is very shocking. But Jimmy Garoppolo threw an interception to Zaire Alexander, who's one of the best corners in the league, I think. But he, they got that touch, they got that interception, which gave him the short field for Aaron Rodgers. And I think they scored a touchdown on that drive. But Jimmy G, 25 for 40, it's not, it's not really, it's not acceptable at this point. I mean, you're a veteran quarterback, and you've done good things in the past for this team. You went to, the, you went to the Super Bowls with this team, and so, like, you definitely can play. You can play the quarterback position, but then again, like we said, they're dipping their fingers in Daniel Jones's popcorn because they got another fumble, Jimmy G, and he threw another interception. These turnovers got to stop. You can't be at the elite level and force turnovers so frequently. And not force, but cause turnovers so frequently. It's just impossible to do. And you can't expect to win games when you have, like, about three fumbles and one interception a game. Like, it's not acceptable. And I think they're going to learn from it. They had – this game was tough for them, but they showed some adversity and they came back and fought. And they almost won the game if it wasn't for Mason Crosby's 54-yard field goal to win the game. So another field goal that won – the game for another team. So Packers overall moved to two and one. So did the San Diego 49ers move to two and one. Same record moving forward. I have more confidence in the Green Bay Packers to keep up their winning streak and for Aaron Rodgers to keep on doing what he's doing. There it is, bro. No, um, I can't agree any anymore with that. I honestly see the Green Bay Packers going on and keeping that winning streak as well. Um, other than that, uh, the 49ers, even though they lose this game, you know, I, I still think they're a decent team. And I think they have a, a very – they still have a good chance of making the playoffs. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. So, we'll see what happens with that. But um, I want to – I just want to ask you really quick. Do you think they'll make the playoffs this year? Uh, San Fran? I don't know. They're in a yeah. tough division. Either they make the wild card spot. But it's going to be close because they got a lot of good teams in that division. But that do I true. think – Maybe. There's a possibility. I'm not going to rule it out completely. Okay. All right. What about you? You think uh, they make it? Yeah, I think I think they have a good I think they have a good chance of making it. Just be, just from what I've seen. I know like they're in a tough division, but like you know, at the end of the day, anyone can play like to give you an example, um look look at look at the Ravens division right now. You know, mm-hmm. and base it off of your predictions before the season. You know, it's like flipped upside yeah. down in other words. And then you also look, you also look, um, look at the Kansas City Chiefs right now. Obviously, yeah. it's not going to stay like that, but it's Hopefully just, not. it's. I I would really, I highly doubt it. You know what I mean? I yeah. highly doubt it. But um, they're in a tough division, but I, it's pot, it's possible, it's possible, and and, uh it's just. Now that I'm looking at it, I right, maybe not. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> Dang, bro! I totally forgot yeah. about the Seahawks. Why? How, how do I? How do you forget about the Seahawks, Eric? Oh my god! Like, yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah, yeah. They're a little it's bit. It's sad of a... to think, but the Seahawks are in last place in that division. That's how tough that division is. The, the Dang, Seattle Seahawks got, are in last place. They got two of the undefeated teams in the league, too, in that division. Oh my gosh! Yeah. All right. Oh, San Francisco. Oh no! <laughs> it's gonna be tough for them. But then again, anything's yeah. possible. Like the Jets could be thirteen, come out and win thirteen straight and be thirteen and three. Okay. Okay. The Giants All can right. do the same thing. Like anything's <laughs> possible. Like 
And they just went again. Yeah. Oh, God. Very frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, David, before you go into the next game, man, I do want to um, play this audio message, and it's also from 10886. So do you mind if I play it really quick? Let's do it. All right, here we go. What up, boys? What up, boys? What up, boys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, Green Bay, that's my squad. That is my squad. Aaron, Aaron, the relax factor, the relax factor. Even though that's my squad, they too got to do something better. I mean, it it was a boring win. It's a win. We take that. We love that. But it was a boring win. He did what he's supposed to do. I tell you that much. He did what he's supposed to do. Got the got the guys down there. Field goal range. That field goal barely made it in though. You know. But still, they got the dub. They got the dub. But you gotta you gotta score bigger though. We gotta score bigger. We coming up. We gonna come against these teams. What? L.A. Tampa Bay. Come on. We gotta score bigger than this. We gotta go score bigger. We can't scratch our way to the playoffs. Enough of that. Enough of that. That's true. I mean, especially like losing to a team like San Francisco. Not like San Francisco is bad, but I can definitely see your point and when you're trying to make 1086. But like Green Bay is, I think, is much better than San Francisco. The defense not, might, might not be there, but offense and overall, I think Green Bay's got it over San Francisco. So I think it should have been a little bit. That's why I, I did call it a close game, but I guess you can see why it could have been a more – touchdown, like, distance of a touchdown and all that stuff. But, yeah, I mean, Green Bay's defense got to improve a little bit. Aaron Rodgers, maybe a little bit, has got to improve, maybe a touchdown or two. But, I mean, when you gave – I want to go back to the fourth quarter real quick. I know this is off topic, but Aaron Rodgers had 37 seconds on the board. And uh, the 49ers scored a, scored a field goal. Not a field goal, or a touchdown, I forget. But they, they were leading, and then they gave Aaron Rodgers 37 seconds on the field. And you know what Aaron Rodgers did with that completion, 20 yards, another completion, another 15 yards, and they put him right in field goal position with about five, three seconds left, around there, and they got the game winning. Never – these guys are clutch, man. Aaron Dude. Rodgers is clutch, that's what I'm going to say. I, I will say this much, though. I just looked up the usually like, listing teams that they got to go against. I just looked at their schedule, bro, and it's hard. Like, they got to – they got to – a pretty hard schedule, bro. Like, if I'm looking at the team, some of the teams that they got faced, li- listen to this. The Cardinals, mm. the Chiefs, the Seahawks, wow. the Vikings, Ooh. and the Rams. Oh. oh, And it's all back to back to back to back to back. No way. And really? then, after, then they get, like, one game against the Chicago Bears because, oh, my uh, God, the Chicago Bears are terrible. W, just put the W on the border. <laughs> yeah, and then, w. David, I think, honestly, the Chicago Bears are worse than the Jets. Like, no, that's possible. And the Chicago Bears scored six points, and the Jets scored nothing. I still think the Jets played better than the Chicago Bears. Yeah, but <laughs> listen, after that is the yeah, the Ravens, then the Browns, and then the Vikings again. Like they got a, they have a pretty good yeah. schedule. Now I will say this much: the way the Green Bay Packers team looks, I honestly the only team that I can fully say that like all right, they're probably not going to beat them is the Rams. That's it. All these other games are winnable. Very much yeah, of course. And it's coming from Baltimore Ravens fan. I really don't want to say that right <laughs> now. Oh, you have no idea. How I don't hold. I don't no, but it's true. Time. It's I true, thought, though. Mm, mm. All right. I can't. <laughs> I just, this is painting me. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, man. They they, they could, like, but their schedule is, like, very hard, like, full of very good teams. A bunch of teams. You know what I mean? A bunch of good teams. So, yeah. 
That's we'll see what happens. They really stitched them. Wow, that's crazy. They really did them yeah. dirty. <laughs> Dude, they got heavy. They have heavy hitters like every other every other week. Excuse me. But yeah, that's bad. Dave, I'm gonna throw it back over to you, man. Go ahead. Sounds good. We're going to our last prediction, ladies and gentlemen, and this is Eric's last prediction of the day. And um, at the moment, the score is uh, I'm leading twelve to. Wait, was it twelve to ten? No, twelve to twelve. Actually. No, twelve twelve. Twelve yeah. twelve. I'm sorry. Twelve to twelve. We're tied. So Eric could get a couple of points off of this, man. He could take the lead, but um, we'll I'm, see what I'm happens. I'm already but... mad. <laughs> Eric, ladies and gentlemen, predicted that the Buccaneers were going to beat the Rams, thirty-two to twenty-eight. And unfortunately, the Rams beat the Buccaneers 34 to 24. So you do not get a point, unfortunately, for the winning team or the score. Also, you said that Rob Gronkowski was going to have at least one or more touchdowns, and he did not have any, Eric. I'm sorry. To say Come that. on! Four receptions for 55 yards, and he did not have no <laughs> touchdowns. So I cannot give you a point for that as well. And also, on the Rams side, you said Cooper Cup was going to have 80 yards or less. And Cooper Cup had nine receptions for 96 yards and two touchdowns. You did not get a point. You go 0 for 4, ladies and gentlemen. 0 for 4, ladies and gentlemen. I'm scream. And that leaves us tied again. I'm going to scream. I'm literally going to scream. <laughs> bro, bro, I think Gronk is actually scoring every single other game except for this one. <laughs> I'm so mad. I'm so mad. I really uh, – but listen, I'm going to let you go into this game uh, – because we got, I, I, I got being unbiased. So just, just go ahead and go into the game, and then we'll talk about it. All right, but um, let's go into the Buccaneers, the losing side Buccaneers, and uh, at quarterback, of course, you know, you know a guy named Tom Brady, of course. But Tom Brady won 40, 41 for fifty five in completions and uh, four hundred and thirty two yards with the touchdown and no interceptions. This is the this is the next part. Like that that whole line up there, four hundred plus yards. That's insane. Very good. But this next part is a little troubling for uh, Tampa Bay Bucks fans. But the rushing yards. Tom Brady was the leading rusher. Oh, <laughs> Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What? <laughs> what is going on? But Tampa, uh, uh, Tom Brady went at three carries for fourteen yards and a touchdown, averaging four point seven yards per carry. And then the lit after that. Second leading rusher goes to Ronald Jones with five carries and 11 yards. So that was not a productive night for the rushing yards. When you have a 44-year-old quarterback that runs slower than offensive linemen leading you in rushing yards, you got a problem. But that's that's, that's That's so bad. It's it's not it at all. But we'll talk more about it in a little bit. I got to go over these these stats. But in receptions, you got Mike Evans leading the team with eight receptions, 106 yards. Then Chris Godwin with six receptions, 74 yards. Tyler Johnson with three receptions, 63 yards. And then Rob Gronkowski with uh, four receptions for 55 yards. And Giovanni Bernard with nine receptions for 51 yards and a touchdown. So good for good for Bernard, I guess. He got that touchdown and nine receptions as, as a running back, too. So that's something to look out for. Tom Brady is eating. Guess what he's eating? He's eating Daniel Jones' popcorn again, too. He lost a fumble. He didn't lose a fumble, but he got a fumble as well, as alongside with Giovanni Bernard. So everyone's losing fumble, man. Everyone's trying to eat Daniel Jones' popcorn, man. Again, those slippery fingers. But other than that, the defense was kind of – was not really that good in this game. They only had one sack on 
Matthew Stafford, which is very shocking to me. And it was by William Galston with one snag. Like, that was not – it wasn't – I wasn't impressed by their defense. So, we got to look out for more of them in the future. But basically, this whole game was just the Rams dominating every single moment of this game. I don't think the, the Rams even trailed in this game. That's how – that's how dominant they were performing. But let's move on to the, the winners, the Los Angeles Rams, the undefeated team. And Matthew Stafford went 27 for 38, 343 yards and four touchdowns with no interceptions. Dude. Wow. If that doesn't define a great game, I don't know what does. Because that is A-plus right there. He might. He is my favorite. I'm going to say right here. He is my favorite for winning MVP this year. I just think he is, he is doing so, so good. So good. But we, we, we move on. But, I'm sleeping. Uh, nah. I get, I get, I get Matthew Stafford a plus credit on that one because that's insane. But at the rushing yard, yet Sony Michelle with 20 carries and 67 yards, averaging 3.4 yards per carry, and then receiving yards. You got Deshaun Jackson, that face we haven't seen in a long time. But yeah. Deshaun Jackson leading the team with 120 yards with three receptions and a touchdown, and then after that you got Cooper Cup with nine receptions and 96 yards and two touchdowns, and Van Jefferson four receptions, 42 yards. Tyler Higby. Five receptions for 40 yards and a touchdown, and the list goes on. But you got Tyler Higby, who got a fumble. Aaron Donald, who forced a fumble. Kenny Young, who forced a fumble. Uh, you got Aaron Donald uh, did a pass deflection. Pass, de- uh, pass deflection, too. A-, a-, a lineman. A lineman did a pass deflection. That's He's crazy. Funny, but... <laughs> He's not human. He's not He's human. all over the place. But Kenny Young had a sack and he had three tackles for a loss. Aaron Donald also had a sack and one tackle for a loss. And Leonard Floyd as well, a sack and a tackle for a loss. But um man, that's basically what I can put in this game. Just awesome, awesome performance by Matthew Stafford. And he's just putting up MVP numbers at this point this season. And I'm just so impressed by this Los Angeles Rams team. I think they are the top teams to beat, if not the top team to beat in all of NFL at the moment. Hey, man. There's nothing putting past it. They're just so complete on defense and offense. It's like you can't beat them. I agree with you, bro. I agree with you fully. Do you mind if I dive in really quick? Yeah, please. I, I agree with you fully. I was about to say, is it too early to say that, like, this team is, like, possibly – I don't even think – I don't, like, I feel – I feel like I'm disrespecting them by saying possibly. This team could literally win the Super Bowl, like, mm-hmm. hands down. It's kind of scary. Like, because I I didn't want to say – when I picked my prediction, right, I predicted that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were going to win. The reason I – and I think I had them winning by 10, right? Yeah, you had them winning by four, actually. Oh, by four. See, the thing is – I, I, the reason I picked them was because I just didn't want to bet to get Tom Brady. And, like, I just, like, went with what I thought. Like, even though they had a good team, I thought Tom Brady was still going to pull out the win. These guys mm-hmm. beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers by 10. And it was, like, they Matt, – Matthew Stafford went crazy. Like, he outplayed Brady. Think about that. He did. He did. He outplayed Brady. And this team just seems complete, man. Like obviously the running the running is like not like crazy, but like they, it's not bad, you know what I mean? But this team just seems just too complete. It's kind of scary. Like uh, these this 
I don't know, man. Are we are we looking at possible Super Bowl champs, bro? Like, are we really looking they, at that right now? They 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 look so good right now, and it's hard to put into words what we're watching. But the thing I'm most impressed about this Los Angeles Rams team is their offensive line. They only allowed one sack against a Tampa Bay Bucks defense, which is pretty good. They're not the best in the league. I'm not saying that, but they're not the worst in the league. They're like pretty good. And they only have one sack. Like, that's impressive by their offensive line. It just looked like, to me, the Rams were in control of this game from start to finish. And Matthew Stafford adding another check box and putting himself into the spotlight as MVP of the season, hands down. But Yo, 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 yo. What? what? No. What? No. What? No. Stop but saying if you that. Say, if you say Lamar Jackson, I swear. No. If you compare, if you compare Matthew Stafford's numbers to Lamar Jackson – Three games. <laughs> Three games, buddy. No. Yeah, I'm speaking in good. the future. You're speaking in the present. Come on now. You got to speak in the present. I'm throwing rocks. No, no. Don't, that, makes no that doesn't make no sense for this situation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great my quote, gosh. Great quote, but that makes no sense for this situation. But <laughs> real quick, I want to transfer our talk to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And like I said, they had no running game, which is a huge problem. It doesn't expand your your doesn't expand your offense as a as a team. Like you can't go to your running game because you know that the Aaron Donald's there and tackling everyone at the line or behind the line. So when you have that type of problem, you got to rely on your passing, which again led to their loss. Because in offense, there's two there's like literally two many ways of winning a game on offense, and unfortunately they were pretty much trapped to only one, and that was only passing. Like they, the rushing game was terrible. But I will say this is the first game in Tom Brady's career where he had a plus 400 yards and no interceptions that he lost. This is his first game that he lost with 400 plus and uh, 400 plus yards and no interceptions. So quick little. Yeah, I feel like this is a weird stat though. It is. If I'm being real, I feel like it's just like I feel like this is a random stat. Like what? Who kept that? Who, who kept that stat? <laughs> oh, this is the first. I, don't know. Stat. I feel like. I feel like it's so easy to say. Like I feel like anyone would be like, "Oh yeah, it's probably it's probably true." Like, it's Tom Brady. You know, I mean, he barely ever loses. So <laughs> that's true. But man, what are you looking at? Real quick, I want to ask you a question. Tampa Bay Buccaneers is they lost. They got their first loss of the season. But are you worried about them and going into the future? Like, what are you expecting after after this loss? Nah, I'm not worried about them at all. What? Well, first off, wait a minute. Can we just say? Before I even go into like how I feel, can we just pray for the Patriots next week? Like, can we, can we please, we we need to pray for the Patriots, bro? Because I don't know. All I know is that Tom Brady is angry. Like that, that's all I'm gonna yes. say. So that just hope, like just just I'm just ah, oh, I feel bad, man. I feel bad I for don't. the Patriots next week. I don't. Of course you know. Of course you know. But <laughs> either way. Um, I'm not worried about the Buccaneers at all. This is a game lost to a very good team. You know, like you, this is the type of team that you're gonna see down the road. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's true. So, I like for for them, I think they're gonna pick it right back up. Um, if anything, they're gonna come out even harder. That defense needs to be a little bit better. Um, obviously, you have, when you Cooper Cup is an amazing receiver, and like you know what I mean, they they're all very good receivers, but Overall, like, it just needs to be, like, 
the defense needs to be better for the for the Buccaneers in order for even compete in order to compete against this team. And then yeah. also, um, um, well, the thing that you said before, oh my gosh, I'm I'm losing my mind. Um, not losing what? my mind, but um, what was the fact yeah, that they only had one sack, right? The Buccaneers yeah. again. That that's that's something that's like not. I think next time if they ever like do see each other again, the next time they do see each other, it's not going to be the same result. It's not going to be the same thing. I'm still betting again. I'm still picking Brady to come out on top, you know. But I would mm-hmm. say. For the first time coming against each other, they um, Matt. This is weird to say, but Matthew Stafford got the better of him. He did. Mm-hmm. You don't hear that but, very often, but exactly, exactly. But, it man. but um, it happened. I didn't think there was gonna be a sixty-six yard NFL breaking field goal, but that happened. So there are. Oh no, I thought that was gonna happen. I knew that was gonna happen. No, <laughs> I knew that was gonna no. happen. I, I saw it coming. Come on. No. <laughs> Unless you go read the future, I don't know if anyone saw that happening, but. Unless you're a Baltimore Ravens fan, like Eric, apparently. But uh, <laughs> think, what, no, what happened was what happened was Justin Tucker like he texted me right before it happened. He like grabbed his phone. He's like, "Yo, he's like, you better be watching." See, I didn't see the text till after. That's why because I missed the game. But like, oh, okay, I I knew, I knew, I knew. He was like, "I got so, you, bro. Don't worry." Yeah. So he texted you during the middle of a game. Yes. <laughs> right before he's about to hit a big field goal, he texts he Eric. Told- Saying that, no worries, I got you. <laughs> no, see what happened was he literally like told oh, me all the systems. He's like, "Can you get my phone really quick? I got a text somebody." He's like, what? He's like, "No, it's important. Don't worry." And he literally texted me. He's like, "I got you, bro." I was like, "Ah, oh, say less." I was like, right. "So oh, I, I got a call. I apologize. I got a call. I got a call." Oh, don't worry. Um, really quick, David, do you mind me going to these audio messages? Because there's a certain somebody that's in the building, and we gotta yeah. We Let's gotta hear. It. We gotta hear him out, man. Let's do it. All right, here's Dev the Dasher, man. He's in Let's the building. Here we hear go. D Rod 09, Eric Hines. It's your boy, Mr. Motivation, in the building, aka Dev the Dasher. How y'all doing? How y'all feeling? Happy Monday. You already know what time it is. It's NFL recap. But you know, I know we gonna talk about Sunday, right? We gonna talk about everything that happened yesterday, and we gonna get our predictions for tonight. But let's talk about Thursday. <laughs> the Panthers are three and zero, baby. The first three and zero team, number one defense, number one in the division, NFC South. It's time that y'all start giving us some respect. Sam Darnold's a new man. Yes, we lost Christian McCaffrey. Yes, yes, we lost J.C. Horn, and that was devastating. We just picked up C.J. Henderson, even though we got rid of um, um, Arnold, which kind of hurts my feelings a little bit. But anyway. Um, I think we're going to be fine. I think we're going to be fine. Joe Brady and Matt Rule, they better figure this thing out. Give um, the Panthers credit. No. Nah. I mean, their defense, I will give the defense credit because they are the number one defense. The top, top, I don't know if they're number one now, but they were the number one defense in the NFL. So I will give their defense credit. But to say they deserve their 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 undefeated record, I think is a little, little, little bizarre. They did beat the Saints. However, we'll probably say it was probably one of the toughest ones that they versed, if I had to say it, if I had to say it. Because remember, they versed the Jets and they versed the Texans. Bro, so. um, listen, listen. All I'm going to say is this. You guys are borderline fraudulent. <laughs> I'm just going to say it right there. What? I'm gonna say it. I don't care. You guys are borderline Denver Bronco type vibes. Like, I'm sorry. There's no way 
we get, like, I give you respect for being three and zero and winning games mm-hmm. without a doubt. Because mm-hmm. like you can't yeah. just like you can't just say oh they're not good if they're three and zero. They're clearly yeah, the course. football it's, team. The Jets know? can't win a game, so it's hard to win a game, I guess. Like, like and no, I would say as much. Like even if at the end of the day, if you like really look at it like a different perspective, you're seeing professional athletes day in day out. So it's like. It's 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 not an easy thing to just go three and zero, right? But I will say this much: talk to me when y'all face the Cowboys next week. Then talk to me when y'all face the Vikings later on the season, right? <laughs> and talk to me when you see the Cardinals later on in the season, and then Ooh. the Buccaneers twice. So I, I I'm just gonna leave it at that, man. I'm gonna leave it at that because yeah. I don't think this enjoy it while it lasts. I do not think this is gonna last long. I think if anything, I feel like y'all gonna lose to the Cowboys, but that's just me. No, I, I hope the Cowboys lose. But yeah, that's, well, <laughs> that's well said, Eric. You know, they they verse teams like the Jets and the Texans. I can't really judge their three and zero being three and zero based off of teams that are terrible. Not, not, I would say the Houston Texans are better than the Jets by a little bit, but the Jets are absolutely terrible. I'm just gonna admit it. So bad. But no, but <laughs> the thing is though, the thing is though, if. If the Houston Texans had Tyrod Taylor, I think they would have won that game. Yeah, that's true. Um, because you you saw the defense on Houston; they were going crazy. But after a while, the one of like the the momentum of the game. We talk about the momentum all the time, all the time at every single game, right? When you say that your offense cannot score, it's like, dang, I have to go out here again and stop him again, try to keep this game yeah. close. It's like eventually it gets tiring. So. I think if Tyrod Taylor was there, man, it'd be a completely different story. But I ain't gonna hate on That's the true. Carolina Panthers, man. They no, definitely not. Whatever. They still won three games. They they won three games and they're undefeated. So That's three exactly. more than the Jets, bro. Like you gotta get yeah. That's true, man. That's true. That's that's more wins than the Jets had all last season, so Oh my god. Oh my gosh. That's <laughs> uh, but um that was a shame losing Christian McCaffrey, because I feel like that was like a, a no like like, that game was like, come on, we all knew the Panthers were going to win. It was kind of terrible to lose a key guy in a game that, like, was not, like, not as hard to, like, beat, beat the Texans. So, that's a shame. But Yeah, definitely, definitely. But, um, and see, that's another reason why I would say you guys are, this is not going to last too long. Because he's, as much as he did, he didn't have the greatest game, but at the same time, like, if he didn't one, if he didn't get injured, he probably would have had. He probably would have had the greatest game. Probably got me my point on my freaking on my freaking yeah, predictions. But we're not gonna talk about that. <laughs> we're not gonna talk about that now, are we? Freaking Christian uh, McCaffrey. But um, <laughs> I'll just say this much though. So, um, that's gonna be a big factor. That's gonna be a very big factor. But um, that's true. Dave, David, before we play the next of these messages, can we um, being like that I'm looking at the time, I feel like we should just go into the predictions first, really quick, and then go back to the messages because it's right. gonna be like really quick, you know. Sounds good. You got you have the Monday game, so you it all means you go first. Oh, that's the only one. Oh, you do, and then you do Thursday, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, speaking of Dallas, there is a Philadelphia, <laughs> um, tonight, and I mean, I feel like this is a, I feel like this is um, it's an easy pick. I feel like it's an easy pick, but at the same time, oh my gosh, I thought I. They, they, I, I've thought many things in the past, so at the same time, I can't, I can't really say it's an easy, easy pick. 
But I will say this much. The Dallas Cowboys are going to win. Yes, they're going to okay. win tonight, ladies and gentlemen. They're going to win 30 to 24. 30 ah, or 24? No, 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 actually, yeah. After you hear my prediction, you're gonna be like, "Oh God." <laughs> um, for for um Dallas, I'm gonna go ahead and say Dak has as. Uh, let's think. I'm gonna go passing yards. And I'm just gonna go above. I'm gonna go above two fifty. I'm gonna. I was just saying two hundred, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's too easy, so I'm just gonna go above two fifty. Mm-hmm. Two hundred and fifty um, passing yards. Yeah. Um. And then for the Eagles, Jalen Hurts, one interception, at least. <laughs> at least one interception. At least. Yeah, I feel like the, the Dallas defense is not bad. They're not bad. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I have a feeling that he'll throw a pick. All right. I'm confident with that. I, I think he's going to throw a pick, too, if not more. At least one pick. Okay. So to reiterate what Eric said, tonight's game, he's got the Cowboys beating the Eagles 30-17 to with Dak Prescott throwing above 250 passing yards. And Jalen Hurts having at least one interception. So we'll see what happens. But we move on to my prediction that's happening Thursday, September 30th. Oh, gosh. This is such a boring game. Oh, Wait, let me see. I haven't even pulled it up yet. Thursday, Thursday night. Ah! <laughs> Thursday night, ladies and gentlemen, we got the Jaguars. Number one pick versus number one pick. We got Jaguars versus Joe Burrow and the Bengals. This is so, this is so easy. I'm going to go Bengals winning this. Because, like, Trevor Lawrence is doing really – he's doing pretty bad. I'm, I'm actually very surprised how bad he's doing. Oh, but, don't get me started on that man. Don't get me started <laughs> on that man. I got the Bengals winning this. I'm going to say 30-34 to 17. I really I really think it's going to be a big one. 35, <laughs> 35, 35 to 17. 35-17. I mean, I ca- oh wait, thirty five. Okay, I'll switch that. Yeah, I kind of want the Bengals to lose, but I mean, uh, like, yeah, they're rushing the Jaguars. Like, come on, the Jaguars, man, they might go zero seventeen. <laughs> Dang, oh my gosh. I will say, if the Jets and the Jaguars verse each other, man, defense is gonna have at least ten plus takeovers each. <laughs> turnovers, <laughs> turnovers. It's gonna be yeah, who can score, who can score more pick sixes. <laughs> It's gonna come down to who can score first. Like literally, who can who can literally get to the other's half first? But regardless, <laughs> in this game, I got Joe Burrow from the Bengals. Uh, Joe Burrow is gonna have a good game. He's gonna throw. Mm, I'm, I'm gonna do above 250, like you said, with Dak. Above 250 passing yards. All right. And that uh, that's definitely gonna happen. There's no way it doesn't happen, in my opinion. Unless they run, unless they just run them into the ground. Yeah, and I got to go to the, the this year's number one pick, Trevor Lawrence. And Trevor, you are going to throw at least one pick. Literally the same prediction as Eric, but I'm so – I just I, I think he's going to throw an interception. At least one. So, I, can I say one or more um, picks? One or more picks. If it doesn't happen, I'll be so shocked. <laughs> oh, yo, all I'm going to say is this much. Those are, the, those are the predictions, ladies and gentlemen, for um for Thursday's podcast. Stay tuned. Or be ready for Thursday's podcast. But I will say this much. Trevor Lawrence, bro. The Jaguars organization. Whoever Trevor Lawrence's manager is, I want him. I want him right now. Like, he's the best manager in the world. He has to be. 
he managed to uh, – I, I feel so harsh saying this because it's only like th- two games in technically for them, mm-hmm. right? They'll, they'll be playing their third game. But No, they'll be playing their fourth game. They play oh, wait. Oh, yeah, wait. Oh, yeah, my fault, my fault, my fault. Um, what's it called? Um, you, you look at it, bro. It's like this dude actually managed to full-on just scam the, an organization. Like, you just scammed them. <laughs> They didn't know, man. They didn't know what they were getting. They thought they were getting a Clemson quarterback, Trevor Lawrence. Dude, that's college football. Oh, my. I know. I know. You don't have to tell me. I know. Do you see what goes on in college football, bro? Did you see that pick the other time that we talked about? Like, come on. <laughs> college football is crazy. Nah, but oh, I just – uh, I just – I can't stand it, man. They gave him an additional $30 million for him to throw picks every single week. I don't understand. It doesn't make sense to me, bro. It's like, what are you doing at this point? What are you even here for? Like, <laughs> like Ouch. Are you gonna do throwing some fire? Are you going to do anything? Like, it's not even like he's in a situation where his team just is, like, super, super bad. It's like, they're they're bad, but you're not doing any better. Like, you're not being elite. Like, it is no difference. It's so bad. It's so bad, bro. But, Ouch. He's, he's throwing some flame to the fire, but... Uh, yeah, but, uh, let's go. What happened? Well, without without further ado, can we go back? Should we go back to the audio messages now? Yeah, let's do it. Let's hear them. All right, man. Oh, they're all from Dead the Dasher. Okay. <laughs> uh, you, you got let's something to say. All right, here you go. I mean, Tom Brady is still great, and he's still doing it. He's, he's a leading rusher. 44 years old, leading rusher on the team. That's horrible. But anyway, because he can't run a lick. But anyway, oh. Uh, <laughs> Uh, credit to Matthew Stafford. Credit to Sean McVay. You say, "Oh, it's possible they could be Super Bowl." And they got no. They don't have no other choice. They gave up seven first round picks. It's Super Bowl or bust. And to think that we could have another year where a team can have a Super Bowl in their home stadium, in their new stadium for the first time with fans, and win back to back would be crazy bananas. But. Uh, the problem with the Buccaneers is they got to do something with that secondary. A secondary is horrible. It's a big problem. Big deal or no big deal? I know that's coming. Big deal. A very big deal. Um, JPP was out also. So defense got to work with the Bucs. That's true. The secondary and the Bucs are very bad. Very bad. But Dang, we'll bro. They'll definitely make some changes. I heard they're probably going to get Richard Sherman. I don't know if that's true, but I heard rumors about that. But see what they just pick up Richard Sherman like it's nothing. <laughs> Jeez, man, these teams, bro. But hey, man, he made he brought up a really good point. Actually, I even I like it's kind of like the Rams are kind of like the Nets. When you think about it, <laughs> bro, it's like you win or you just you're done. Yeah. What the heck? Oh my gosh. Maybe we're Rams fans, but we don't even know. No, I'm not a Rams fan. Stop that. I'll never be a Rams fan. But I don't know, man. Maybe I like I like the way they're playing at least. No, David, no, no, you're forever a New Yorker. I don't care. My you're team is me. losing terribly. <laughs> Let me have a team that's winning three and zero, please. <laughs> please. The thing is, though, in a couple of years, they'll probably be the same way, <laughs> and the Jets and the Giants will change either. <laughs> oh gosh. Ah. 
Oh my gosh, man! But he's right, man. They got they have to win the Super Bowl, but uh I don't know when going against the betting against the gold, man. It's just it's especially in the playoffs. It's it's a different environment. Exactly. Playoffs. Tom Brady in the playoffs is like he's never missing. He's never missing. Tom Brady Other in the playoffs that. is like LeBron James and Michael Jordan in the playoffs. It's just hard to stop. Uh, but dude, I will say this: that's the one thing that you have. At least, at least Eli Manning is uh is that is, true. is is he stopped him once, you know? Stopped again, him twice in the past. Oh well, yeah, but again in, in the past, but uh, still, you know. So some giant. You could be happy about that. I'm always happy about that. I have a po- I have like literally memorabilia from the time that they won that. That's how happy I am about that 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 win against Tom Brady. But. <laughs> All right. Hello? Well, what? No, can you hear me? Oh, I thought I reconnected. I don't know. Okay. Oh no, you're good. You're good. You're good. Okay. Um, let's okay. go ahead and go into the next. Let's go ahead and go into the next audio message, which is from Desert Dasher again. Oh wait, I already yeah. said they're all fresh, but let's go ahead. I'm not really worried about Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think they got to fix their running game and fix their secondary. And they should be fine because the offense at the core is still working good. Rob Gronkowski, even though he took a major hit, um, he was good. Chris Godwin was good. Leonard Fournette is running the ball a little bit. Maybe they can feed him more and do some more um, mixes with um, Geno. You know, Antonio Brown's gonna come back. Scotty Miller filled in a little bit. So I'm not, I'm not pushing the panic button on Tampa Bay just yet. But as they go down the stretch and if they start to lose some more games, which I predict they will, then it will start to be time to push that panic button. But Tom is still Tom. I don't know how he does it. He's Iron Man, um, and he will figure out a way as the coach on the field to get this team back to that elite level. But it's not the offense. It's not the offense. Like not, not the offense. Not the offense. It's just the defense. We gotta play more defense. You know that's what Doc River would say. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This dude is for Doc Rivers now. Yo, he's, he's the one of the to be throwing shots when you think about it. What do you mean? Like, he, like every single audio message, it's like some type of shade towards somebody. Whether it's like a different team or our team or like, for example, you just went for Doc Rivers too. <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. I love it. <laughs> yeah, but, man. What are you about to say? Yeah, I said Tom Brady's Iron Man. We all know it. He's, he's literally a superhero that can't be stopped. But... Or, or in some cases, a super villain. I, I, yeah, I'll, never, that's true. I'll never forget. I'll never forget one time when the Patriots won the Super Bowl again. I forgot what year it was, but I knew it was like a back-to-back Super. Bowl. I feel like it was a back-to-back. Um, it was a back-to-back Super Bowl, and like I forgot who. It was. Oh, it was. It was. Maybe I'm. I hope I'm not bugging out, right? Because I was young, and sometimes I just make things up when I'm when I, when I was a kid. <laughs> but um, what, what's it called? There was there was a Seahawks versus Patriots Super Bowl, right? Correct. Yes. Okay. Then yeah, I cry. I cried. I'm not even a Seahawks fan as a kid, but I cried my eyes out when uh, Russell Wilson. All he had to do was hand it off to Marshawn Lynch, and he threw a pick in the in the freaking end zone. <laughs> and, gosh, uh, that made me funny. so angry. That was I was funny. like, this guy Tom Brady sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to cry. That's when the rivalry started. That's when the rivalry started. Dude, the amount of pain that I got from that was so crazy. It was so crazy. How do you think I feel? Being being a Jets fan, being in the same division as Tom Brady? 
Oh, gosh. <laughs> he's a bully. He just, he's guys <laughs> it's like the school bully that never, like, gets caught like, or something like that. Like, yeah. Gosh. Oh, my gosh, man. But let's go ahead and go on to the next audio message. Oh, my, look at the, look at the time. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Here we go. Yo, so I think that tonight is going to be a good little shootout. Uh, I think it's going to be a monstrous game. Um, I got it. I don't, I mean, they haven't scored a lot of points, but I just don't trust Dallas defense. I don't trust the Eagles defense. Both of these offenses can't get up and be high powered. So I'm going to say in my gut, in my heart of hearts, what I want to say, which I think I'm going to be wrong. I'm going to put that on the record. You know, that's going to sound good when I replay the clip. But anyway, 33 to 28. 33 28. Philadelphia Eagles. Let's go. Fly Eagles. Fly Cowboys. Goodbye. Can they even score that many points? <laughs> no, nah, the Eagles are Can not scoring score? 33, bro. Can they even score that many points? I don't know. Now against the Cowboys. Come on. <laughs> Dude, if that happens, I'll give you two points. I have to, <laughs> bro, there's no way. If no, the Eagles... Oh, my gosh. If the Eagles actually... Score that many points against the Cowboys. The Cowboys need at that point, David. This, the Giants might make the Super Bowl. I'd be shocked. They will. They will. No, all right. Okay. All right. I said if. Come on. I said if. <laughs> you can't even. You just went straight to it. Like, uh, oh my goodness. But that's a bold prediction. I would say. What do you think? I think it's bold, but you know anything's possible. Like we said, man. Like we said, if Justin Tucker can hit a sixty-six yard NFL breaking field goal. I think the Eagles can score 30-plus points. So, Okay. All right. Well, that, that's a very good example, to be honest. It's a very good example. But um, mm-hmm. let's go ahead and play this last audio message, and then we'll keep it moving, all right? Let's do it. Yo, I need the Bengals to win. Uh, I don't really need them to win, but I need uh, Jacksonville to score some points. Because I'm thinking about putting DJ Shark in my lineup because I lost my fantasy by one freaking point this week. I'm really hurt about it because Sterling Sharp went down and Christian McCaffrey went down. So both of them cost me points. And DJ Shark had 12 points. So that's a good flex player. So I'm thinking about putting him in. So hopefully, you know, Trevor Lawrence could get like 17. And then, you know, the Bengals get like 24. So I'm going to go 24 17. Yeah. Oh, we got another prediction. Everybody's 24 17 Bengals. All right, 24 to 17 Bengals. We got two for Ladies and gentlemen, listen, I would get involved in this prediction game, ladies and gentlemen, because Mr. Motivations, he might, just run, he might just run away with it. That's all I'm going to say. So he said 24 17 Bengals. All right. Yep. But I will say this much, man. Um, Wait, he did mention something. Oh, I forget. I just, oh, my God. It left my mind. It just absolutely left my mind. I forgot what I was going to say. D- no. DJ. Oh, yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mr. Motivations, I feel your pain, again, with the fantasy thing. I don't know if you were here earlier, but I had Devontae Adams on my on my fantasy team. I have Devontae Adams, right? I literally, <laughs> well, I had 140 points this week and lost <laughs> by 20. By 20. It wasn't even close. Oh, <laughs> Bro, my team, wait, my team went crazy. I still lost. There was not another look. If I look, oh my gosh, all right, I can't stay on this. But me and David are in the same league. 
David, if you get a chance, if you look at it, there was not another yeah. team that was closer than him. There, it, it was I, only me had, and that one person that we versed. I mean, I had 135, so. No, wait. Wait, am I bugging? Yeah, wait. I did. I, I had 135. No, you had 134. I my... Guys, I need – oh, did I? Oh, man. Oh, you wait. had 131. I still won, though. I still won, though. It's my true. first – ladies and gentlemen, I want a round of applause for me because, you know, this is my first victory in the fantasy game, you know, for the season. So I'm I'll give you a round of applause. Hold on. Thank you. I yeah. got you. Look. I'm waiting. There we go. Thank you. Thank you. You're too kind. You're too you kind. Go. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Too kind. But <laughs> thanks, Eric. But um, you're better than the Jets. Yes. There we go. There we. Had, I had the same record as Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. So it's one way to look at it. That same. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. Oh my gosh. Ladies and gentlemen, we are running low on time, but we keep the party going. And uh, we got our next segment called The Great Debate. It's basically rules are simple. Me and Eric, we post on our Instagram topics for you guys to give it, debate topics for you guys to give to us. And uh, we discuss them during the show, during the live show on stereo. So this week's uh, uh, Great Debate topic goes to, this is from previous, uh, I think, previous, epi- uh, previous episode ago. We didn't have time to do it, so we put yeah. it to this episode. And it was from Devin Sierra. Devin Sierra, we know this guy. Shout out to Devin. But um, his question is, why can't Lionel Messi score? Really simple. Why can't he score, Eric? Why can't Lionel Messi score? Eric, oh my balls gosh. in your court. You go first. Uh, um, <laughs> you see, that's like a very, that's, you know, when it comes to like, I guess you could say, it's easy to ask, like, bad basketball, like, oh, why can't this player score? It's like, oh, no, not basketball, football. Why can't, like, for example, why isn't Zach Wilson clicking, you know? But, like, there's mm-hmm. examples or explanations for that. When it comes to Messi and why he hasn't scored yet, to be honest, I don't I, – I, I, my, my honest answer, like, I want to just say, I don't know. Like, it's just, like, it's just like <laughs> a thing. Like eventually, like, eventually, I feel like he is going to score. You know what I mean? Like, we'll see a goal out of him. But team is so overpowered. It's like, does he even like? Does he even have to? You know what I mean? It's is is it a good fit? When do you start asking? Is it a good fit? You know, we had that situation where he got subbed off the other week, which was yeah. another thing that we didn't, we didn't get to talk about that. But he got subbed off before the game even ended. I don't think Messi's been yeah. subbed off for Barcelona in like who knows how long. I'm gonna check I don't know, but dude, overall, it's just like. Uh, I'm not too worried about it, like, why he can't, like, it's, like, weird that he can't score. But at the same time, it, you know what worries me the most? It's because he's getting older. So, it's, like, if he can't score, it's, like, uh, messy. It's, like, don't don't retire <laughs> on me. Come on now. <laughs> like, pick it up because if you retire, I'm going to cry. Like, don't <laughs> Oh, my gosh, man. But what do you what do you think? I, I, I would love to hear this because I know – you're a little, little – we got Ronaldo little, fan over here. So I'm, 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 like, little, I'm a little giddy right now. I'm a little giddy. I'm not going to lie. But, what? Uh, oh, my God. What? What? But, uh, this guy hates Messi. This guy hates – I don't hate that. I respect Messi. Ah. But uh, real you quick, just to answer the – No, I don't. But to, to answer the question, <laughs> to answer the, the question from Devin, why can't Lionel Messi score? And the answer is real simple, ladies and gentlemen. Because he is not Cristiano Ronaldo. That's no, why. what is this? Because what? he can't score. He can't score because he is not 
the form of Ronaldo at the moment. It's just no, it's I, refuse to, I refuse. It's no, I refuse. It's written in the stars. No, I won't let you say this. No, I won't let you say this. I refuse. I refuse. No, it's, you will not say this. It's written in the stars. No, no, let no, me talk. Let me no. talk. <laughs> no, no, I refuse. Oh, Don't God. you dare ever say it again. Oh my goodness. <laughs> No, but that, that was a little. Uh, oh, that was a little biased. That was a little biased, but now a little, a little. No, yeah, I mean it's true. He's not Christian. He's technically not Cristiano Ronaldo, am I right? All right, but we all know but, why you said that. You yes, we all know why, and I will back it. But to add another point, the reason why Lionel, I I don't know why Lionel Messi's not scoring, but maybe because he's got too much superstar power on that team. He's got Neymar, Mbappe, who could do all the scoring for the team. Like, Messi probably doesn't have to score for them. Like, we said this, I, I think Eric said this in previous episodes. If you missed it, please check it out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast. But Eric said, some, Eric said something about Messi, like, what we expect from Ronaldo and Messi before the season started. And um, we said, we both agreed on that Me- uh, Ronaldo is going to have more goals than Messi at the end of the season. But we said that Lionel Messi was going to have more of a playmaking factor and more assists for PSG just because yeah. of the superstardom that he has around him. So why isn't Lionel Messi scoring? I don't know. Like, I, I don't know because I'm not him. But all I'm going to say is that when you have superstar power like Neymar and Mbappe leading your forwards, and mostly they do most of the scoring for PSG, I think Messi is going to be more of an assist playmaker thing, like we stated in the past. But I don't know. Maybe they're still meshing together, but – I don't know. I don't know why Messi's scoring at the end of the day. Those are my two examples. <laughs> All right. Well, nah. I don't count one of the examples, bro. Yes. Nah. The first one counts. The disrespect. The no disrespect. Bro, Stop. I respect this Messi. guy literally said it's because he's not Ronaldo. Get <laughs> yo. Oh, I'm not even gonna stay on it. I'm not gonna stay on it. We'll be on uh, here forever. No, there's it's not no even way. It's not even disrespectful. What? Oh, my gosh. You call that disrespect. You say, I hate Messi. I don't hate Messi. I still respect him. I, but I, will I was pick joking. Ronaldo over, I will pick Ronaldo over Messi. That was a joke. I know you literally said, you literally <laughs> agreed that we both like, respect him. That yes. was a joke. You literally sat there. It's like, you know why he's not scoring? Because he's not Cristiano Ronaldo. He's not. What? Oh. <laughs> That's like oh, saying God. Messi's in, like, Holland because he's not scoring. Like, No. Get no, out of here, stop, bro. stop. That's two different uh, see? people. That was different. That it's <laughs> two different uh, two different like people. Like Messi and Ronaldo were the star of the conversation. Oh my goodness, this dude, man. That that was a low blow. That was a that that's stung. Right. That stung. But we love you, Messi. We love listen, you, Messi. With that with that being said, let me go ahead and go on to um go into do you mind if I go into my I have a great debate topic. And I looked at Instagram, right, but there wasn't any more. So, like, I I wanted to see. This is this is a little bit personal for you, David. All right. Oh, why? Uh, honest question. I want you to like really think about this before you answer it, too. Right. Okay. Is it Zach Wilson's fault for the, his performances, or is it the coaching staff, and, or is it the Jets, in other words? So, in other words, what I'm really asking you, right? Mm-hmm. Is Zach Wilson a good quarterback, or and <laughs> it's just because you can't. We can't see it because he's on the Jets, or is it still, or is it like Zach Wilson? It like bad, but like he still needs to grow and like sort of, sort of stuff like that. And it's not the Jets' fault. Oh man, this is tough, man. Why do you got to do that? You got to play with the harp strings of the, uh, of the emotions. But 
So you're basically asking me, is Zach Wilson good, or is it the Jets' fault for the way that he's been playing, basically? Exactly. But I'm going to say that it's going to be the Jets' fault. It's just, it's a coaching staff, offensive line. There's so many factors that put into play in this game. Like, we saw Justin Fields the other day, yesterday, actually, had that nine was... sacks. He had nine sacks on like His offensive line was not even there. It's like literally invisible men. And the other defensive guys are rushing at him. He had nine sacks. He got sacked nine times in that game. That's bad. And what are you going to blame that on? Justin Fields? You can't. You can't blame it on Justin Fields because he had no time to throw the ball. Like, literally, he snaps the ball. There's a defender right in his face. But I think the same thing goes with Zach Wilson. But the only difference I will say, and there's a little bit of fault for Zach Wilson too, and it, it comes with the inexperience as becoming a rookie in the NFL, is that Zach Wilson – when he, he, he's very, he's very athletic and he does very phenomenal plays, you know, spectacular, like, kind of like Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes type of plays. I'm not comparing them to those two people. I'm talking about the type of Nola pass. I, I would expect Zach Wilson to do that. So he's more of an entertainer, but I say that's the problem with Zach Wilson. He's not really throwing the boring five yard passes. He's trying to go for the spon- spontaneous 50 yard throws, which is overall costing him at the end of the day. That will develop with time. I will guarantee it. But then again, the, the Jets' offensive line is no good. They got Becton. Uh, Becton is out for another six to eight weeks, so that's, that doesn't help at all. But the offensive line doesn't help. The, like, the running backs, the running game is not working for him as, at, at all, so he can't even rely on the running game for, it, uh, for his struggles. So, like, there are other factors on the Jets, so that's why I would say it's if I put percentage about it, like I'll say seventy-five percent Jets and then twenty-five percent. Wow. Yeah. So you think like it's like a lot more of the Jets' fault than just Zach, Zach Wilson? Yeah. So then, like, how do you fix that? Like, like if, I don't what know. would you do if you were GM? How are you gonna fix that? If and, I was the coach or the GM, of Z- sorry to cut you off, but if I was a coach and GM of Zach Wilson, I'm gonna sit down with him and. And the coach, Salah, even said, he's like, Zach Wilson has to learn how to play the boring part of football. And what he mean by boring, he means, like, throw the five-yard, ten-yard plays that, that we see what happens. Like, instead of going for the 40, 50-yard plays that have a chance of getting intercepted or picked off. Get, get, I would tell Zach Wilson, I would make up plays for him that either be slants or something in the five to ten-yard range so he gets the ball out of his hands. Real quick, just so the offensive line doesn't have to protect him that long and all that other jazz, just to get his confidence up. All right, but like I'm talking about, like in other words, if this team is so bad, obviously you can't just. That means there's like there's not really much trading value on this team. You know what I mean? So like mm-hmm. when you really think about it, you guys, oh my, it's been so long for like a like to be calling it like a rebuild, but like you you like. It, you, you're going to have to start making moves eventually, like moving people around, and, like, you're going to be, like, drafting. You're going to probably be drafting, like, a high, like, in a high draft spot for a long, for a while, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, like, yeah. when is it finally going to be no longer, like, welcome to New York? Instead of, instead of, instead of, right, listen to my voice. Instead of welcome to New York, it's like, welcome to New York, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. this is what we do. Yeah. We win games. Like, yeah, that... I mean, to be honest with you, we've been rebuilding for my whole life. Like, <laughs> that, that's so sad to say. Yeah. We've been rebuilding since 2000 plus. <laughs> that's how bad it is. Like, I don't know. I wouldn't even call it rebuilding. I would just say we're just staying at one spot. 
Let's see where it goes. That's it's like losing. <laughs> we're not even rebuilding. We're just literally staying at a terrible spot and just saying, you know what? We tried at this point. We can't rebuild. <laughs> I, I just, I don't know when it stops. Like, honestly, if I'm being honest with you, I have no idea when the pain of losing and the New York Jets stops because they just got to see more improvement. Once you see more improvement from a quarterback and you see more improvement from the wide receivers, it all starts off at the offensive line, goes to the quarterback, and well, mostly the quarterback because he has the ball in his hands most of the time in the game. And once you get confidence and start building, we'll see what happens. But it doesn't look like anytime soon. All right, man. Well, I'm gonna throw it back over to you. But I'll, thank you for that. I wanted, I wanted, to, I thought in like it'd be better to hear it from a Jets fan himself. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was very painful to to uh, say those words, but it's true. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, bro. I had <laughs> to ask though. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna throw it back over to you though. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, we move on to our next segment: big deal or not a big deal. And basically, it's real simple. We only got a couple minutes, so we'll go by this really quick. But it's real simple, the rules. Uh, me and Eric, we have topics back and forth to each other, and we say whether they are a big deal or not a big deal. But, um, Eric, who goes first, me or you? I'm going to throw it to you, man. I'm going to throw it to you. All right. Sounds good. But it's going to be rather quickly because of the time, you know. But um, big deal, not a big deal. Justin Fields struggles versus the Cleveland Browns, and he gets sacked nine times. Big deal, not a big deal. Um, big deal strictly because, but at the same time, I was listening to like some other analysts' opinions and like really like trying to see like what was what other people were thinking. In other words, because mm-hmm. just, you know Justin Fields is, is my is my like rookie, as you could say, like that's my guy. Yeah. Yeah. But um, a lot of people are saying that it's the Chicago Bears' fault. Of course, the coach, and, and a lot of people are also saying like in other words, like they didn't put him in a position to win. Like even mm-hmm. e- even if like they they got like he got sacked a couple times and it was his teammates' fault as well. But like the coaching staff as a whole, they didn't put him in a position to win games. Like you know, I didn't get to watch the game, but they said that he sat in the pocket a lot. And we know Justin yep. Fields can move. You know, like we know mm-hmm. he can run around. So for that to happen, it's a little bit. It's a it's a big deal because something is wrong. Something is wrong in Chicago, man. Something that is, is wrong. That's true. I mean. Well, like you said, like I was watching the same thing, and they were saying that it was all the coach's fault, offensive line in that situation, because you got to set up your quarterback for success, not for failure. And they basically made a game plan that made Justin Fields fail, which is terrible to hear because it's the head coach wants to win, right? And exactly. when them with them saying that he set them up to for failure is really sad to hear. Exactly, perfectly said right there, man. But um, for the next one, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it back. I'm gonna throw it right back to you, man. Oh wait, do you have another one? I'm assuming that you have. Yeah, I'm gonna go buy them. I'm gonna go buy them rather quickly. So, uh, big deal, big deal, not a big deal. This is a little bit of golf, but um, oh, the Ryder Cup, the Ryder Cup happened uh, on 24th of September, the 26th, and a big deal, not a big deal. Team USA beats Team Europe in the golf Ryder Cup to win back-to-back Ryder Cups. See, the thing is, though, like, listen, first off. Ladies and gentlemen, don't tell us we don't talk about every sport, man. Dude, yeah. we just threw golf at you for like a rest. Like golf, we haven't talked about golf in a minute. But regardless, <laughs> even though like I'll be honest, I didn't know that happened. But I was, <laughs> I just be honest, it's a big deal because like I would assume in a golf in the golfing world, you know, like it would just be a, like a very big deal. You understand what I'm saying? Like it just 
like just for Team USA in general, just to get that W. So I'm not going to disrespect it at all, man. Shout out to Team USA for that W, man. But that's pretty much all I have to say about that. What do you? I want to hear what yeah. you have to say. Yeah, real quick fun fact. This is the first time the United States have won back-to-back Ryder Cups on home soil for the first time since 1979 and eight, 1983. So, little fun fact. But, Woo. yeah, I think it, I think it's it's great for Team USA because, you know what, we live in America, and it's great when you rep uh, when your country's winning. And especially, it doesn't matter what the sport is. It could be rugby. It would be great when uh, your country wins. That's why the Olympics are so fun. But I think it's awesome, man. Keep it up. Let's see if we can continue this dominant journey against Europe in the golf. But moving on to my next big deal, not a big deal. Um, I got I got a little bit of – Eric, you know how you said, like, don't tell us that we don't talk about every sport? Yeah. You know? Well, I got I got another sport that no probably doesn't get, doesn't get any rep at it. But big deal, not a big deal. Lewis Hamilton has become the first Formula One driver – in Formula One history, to win a hundred times in his career, big deal, not a big deal. We're talking about we're talking about driving now. Come on, <laughs> dude. Where where else do you see this? Like, come on, <laughs> guys. I'm telling you, tell you, tell you, tell your family, tell your friends, tell you, tell your grandparents' mm-hmm. dog. <laughs> like, yo, we you don't see this nowhere else. But regardless, Mm-mm. that's a big deal. Shout out to Lewis, yeah. the first one ever. You said. As became the first driver in Formula One car history to win a hundred times. So yeah, first ever. Shout out to that man. His name will never be forgotten, bro. That's a crazy accomplishment to be the first ever. Oh, I like that. Oh, yeah, be different. Awesome. I like exactly. that. That's awesome, bro. Big deal, big deal. But um, uh, no, I got another one. We move on, and uh, this is a little bit of UFC fighting. It happened on Saturday, and uh. Alexander Volvanowski retains his UFC belt against Brian Ortega, which makes it 20 straight fighting wins for for Alexander Volvanowski. Big deal, not a big deal. Big um, big deal, man. It's like I did. It's always a big deal when you retain a title. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. you know, like regardless of like the situation. But um, just to add on the other aspect of it, you know, it makes it even more of a big deal. But um. Yeah, man, that's that's almost like a pretty say. Showing showing this dominance in the UFC world—that's another thing. Showing your dominance in the UFC world, which is um, I would say a very impressive thing to do because every fighter fights differently. So you, it's like to be able to 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 do it so many times, very big deal, man. Very big yeah, deal. Yeah, definitely, and especially to win twenty straight fighting events. So that's awesome oh, as well. Exactly. But I have one more, and then. We uh could we can wrap up the show real quick. Big deal, not a big deal. This is also a little bit of boxing as well. We talked about UFC, but now this is boxing. Big deal, not a big deal. Uh, I can't. I, I'm sorry about butchering this name, but Ole Ole Sandir Oskai beats Anthony Joshua to be the heavyweight champ, and he stuns pretty much the world in beating Anthony Joshua. He retains all three of his belts, three or four of his belts. Big deal, not a big deal. Anthony Joshua, uh, I don't know, man. I just isn't it? Did Anthony Joshua lose that? I'm so I hate to say it like this, but I read the dude's name. He's a little short. He's a stubby guy. Like oh, the the Ch- Chavez guy, I think Anthony Chavez. Yeah, like, I don't know. Anthony, like that was I don't a know. shot too. 
don't know if he lost it. Did he lose it? I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure like he lost the champ the belt to him like a while. Like it was <laughs> I don't know if it was a, a year ago, but it was it was a little bit of time ago. You know, but regardless, Anthony Joshua just stay getting upset, man. I I, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Like gosh. Oh, gosh. Oh my gosh, man. That's just disappointing in my opinion. But I was, yeah. it's still a big deal, nonetheless. You can't say it's not a big deal um, in the boxing world. But, gosh, man. It went, went, come on, Ed. Come on, Anthony. <laughs> we got to do better than this, bro. Another upset? Like, it happens, man. It happens. What are you going to do? But, like, I'll be ever, I don't know. I don't think I've ever, like, in, a fight, in the fighting world, have we seen that many times a, a big guy like that get upset like is he then you said that you just start to question is he really that guy you know what i mean yeah i mean he has been the guy because he had some belts but he was, maybe his time is over we'll see what happens but yeah there's definitely gonna be a rematch in this game that, that's that, that match is definitely gonna be rematched and that's guaranteed but we'll see what the outcome happens when that happens but that wraps up my big deal and not a big deals all right man well let's run through these audio messages and then we'll wrap it up, yeah? Yeah, let's do it. All right, here's Death of Dasher. So I'm in two fantasy leagues. And the one fantasy league that I just mentioned about me losing, I am one and two. But in the other fantasy league, I am also, I am uh, two and one. Nice. And I'm winning this week by 100. And I, I got C.D. Lamb um, playing tonight. I'm, one, I'm winning by 153 to 83. So oh, I mean, depending on what CD Lamb do, I probably beat um, I beat this opponent by almost 100 points. I mean, I got uh, Derrick Henry, Michael uh, Michael Williams, Devontae Adams, Julio Jones, CD Lamb, DK Metcalf. Like I mean, that team is stacked. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, that's not fair at all. Almost, I, I, he is 153 so and he's not even done yet, bro. Get <laughs> out of here, bro. What? <laughs> Oh, I'm tight, bro. I, I'm, I'm just mad because awesome. I lost. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Oh my gosh, man. That's congratulations to you, though. Dang. Yeah. It's awesome. All right, let's go. Let's go to the next audio message from Devil Dasher. Y'all see uh, Fast and the Furious? Because it's like Ricardo. I can't say his name. Ricardo. He looked like that guy that was in Fast and the Furious in the beginning. I don't know. Maybe he did a cameo. Wait, wait, wait. I didn't hear the first. He said, y'all see. I didn't hear that part. He said, y'all y'all see uh, Fast and Furious. And he said, the, he said that Ronaldo looks like the guy in like the beginning of the, the movie. What? Like, yeah. I, I got to check that out. Bro, I never saw it, but I got to check that out, I guess. Maybe Ronaldo, maybe Ronaldo was actually in Fast and Furious. Who knows? Watch him. <laughs> yeah, doubt- go ahead, go ahead. No, I said I doubt it. See, now, it'd be really funny, right, if he was talking about, like, John Cena or something. And I was like, <laughs> he was like, oh, it looks like Ronaldo. <laughs> like, <it's> so- <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. All right. Um, let's go ahead and go to the next audio message, which is also from Dev the Dasher. Here we go. It's more like, with the second overall pick, now, <laughs> the New York Jets select nothing. <laughs> nothing. They are just like nothing. Is that what he said? Oh gosh, man. dude. You they know just... what? I can't even. I can't even. I gotta laugh with it because the more I don't laugh, is the more I start to cry. Like that's how I <laughs> 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 it 
it's so bad. so bad. I can't. It's so bad. It's so bad. So... I've never seen a franchise in my life lose so many, so many times for so many years. It's so bad. <laughs> oh my god, bro. Oh my gosh, man. Well, either way, we're going to the next audio message. This one is from, I believe this is a newcomer. I don't recognize his his um. No, oh, it's no, the Cruise lover. lover. Yeah. Uh, I didn't recognize his um his um his his emoji thing. Yeah, it's new. Thank God, thank God I clicked on it. I didn't click on it at first. What's up, Muse Lover? What's good? What's up, man? All right, let's go ahead and play this. Here we go. Um, I think this is not a big deal because he is still a rookie quarterback, so he's got a while to go. Um, To think that he's just going to be like, you know, fish to water doesn't really work <laughs> like that. Uh, mm. You've got to kind of blood it in. So it is not a big deal. Everyone is just calling the F down. <laughs> oh, okay, I will say, but at the same time, he's not. I understand he's not meant to be like goaded, but four interceptions. That that I'm, no, I'm he's sorry, sorry, but like, I'm that, that, talking that, about that, Justin I, Fields, huh? I think he's talking about Justin Fields. Oh, it's a big deal, not a big deal. Yeah, yeah, I did, big oh, deal, not a big deal. I think people were bugging out more or less because of the fact that Chicago Bears kind of screwed him. <laughs> yeah. The coaches, yeah. yeah, the coaches have kind of like screwed him over to be honest. But oh, uh, if anything, all right, let me just stop. I'm sorry, I just like caused more pain for David in that case. I was to... <laughs> no, no but, like literally with the Chicago Bears situation, they literally told Justin Fields, "Okay, put on this blindfold, spin a couple of times, and see if you can throw a ball accurate." It's like, come on, man, with no with no line as well, with no one blocking you, see if you can throw a ball. Like that's literally what they told him. He said, "See if you could just play offense by yourself." <laughs> no coverage. Just 300 pound men running at you. See what you can do. And they're not slow 300 pound men. They're guys that are running four fours. <laughs> 300, 300 pound men that are four fours and bench over 300 pounds. Yeah, go, go, go. Oh, go God. That's, when I, that's, when I, that's when I drop the football and I just start running back to the sideline. <laughs> if you see Aaron Donald running at you. <laughs> I swear, either I'm running as fast as I can to try to avoid it, or I'm just dropping the football and letting him take it, like, at that point. Oh, my gosh. You know what's funny? He probably dropped, you probably dropped the football, you pick it up, and he still run you over it. <laughs> You'd be like, yeah, I'm still getting my second, even though it's not even a second. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, start, I start apologizing to him. Even though he's the one with me. Hey, I'm sorry I was in your way. I'm sorry I was in your way. Sir. Please. <laughs> oh my Just take God. the ball. Just take the ball. <laughs> no, if I saw Aaron Donald running that beat, bro. Oh my gosh. Oh no. I don't even know what I do. I'd probably just chuck it up and just run. Like I just. Run. Oh, that's, that's so scary, bro. It's so bad. I just throw it up and be like, yo, y'all got to go get that, bro. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm not about to risk my life before, before it, yo. Get out of here with that, bro. Uh, Imagine like, he could just crunch you. He could just crunch your bones. Like, <laughs> dude, him, so just, him just falling on some, Bro, nah. <laughs> Either way, man, let's go on to the next audio message, which is from um, Muse Lover again. Here we go. Uh, the Ryder Cup, it is a big deal because America used to own it. When I was growing up, America used to own the golf. Then Europe came, and yep. Europe dominated. Now America owned back. 
so the fact that America have got two Ryder Cups and um, this is something that comes every two years, isn't it? It's like every two years. So the fact yeah, that it's it been like about, well, it's got to be like 20 years since last time America got back to back or something. So I think it's a big deal. It is a big deal. So well done. And yeah, Europe will come back. <laughs> Yeah, it's been since, since 1979. Uh, it was the first time that United States of America won back to back back to back Ryder Cups on their home on their home ground. So, 1979 to 1983. So that's two dates. But yeah, it's great, man. Awesome. There it is. All right, let's go on to the next one. Here we go. Um, it is a big deal. Um, let's see. Like you said, first racer in history so that in itself makes it a big deal because it's never been done before so yeah. for that alone it means the longevity of him with a winning car it means the the reliance of a winning car it means the case of being able to actually win in a winning car so everything makes it a big deal and if you don't like it you're not a fan it's simple so yeah. it's a big deal <laughs> No, seriously, if you don't like it, then you're not a fan. That's all right. That's all right, though, because, you know, there's nothing wrong with learning a little bit of sports that you've never heard of, you know? You're either, you're either not a fan or you're a hater, one of the two. <laughs> or but a fan. We got two more, and then we'll close it up. All right, here we go. Here's Muse Lover again. Here we go. Um, Usyk uh, winning against Anthony Joshua, big deal. Because I think everybody that's British, and which I am British, wanted it to be Anthony Joshua against Tyson Fury. Um, yeah. That is when truly on the back burner now. Because, um, yeah, he lost the belt. Joshua lost the belt to Ushuk. So, alone, for that alone, now he has to try and win it back. But it's just like, yeah, this guy, you know, people start questioning him. Now people are really going to be questioning him. So it's a big deal. It's a massive deal. Yeah, that's true. It goes back to what Eric said, man. Getting upset twice, it doesn't look good on your resume. They can't make that big pay-per-view fight because he keeps freaking losing. It's like, gosh. <laughs> I was going to say it, but I'm not going to lie. I was going to say it earlier, but I didn't know if it was true or not. But I was just saying, like, you can't fight people like Ton- uh, Ton- Tonson Fury. I almost said Tonson. Freaking <laughs> Ty- Tyson Fury or even um, Deontay Wilder. Like you, you yeah. can't make you can't make those pay per views if the dude keeps losing to like, no. I know the guy's not average, but like, come on. Like even people that don't watch watch ba- uh, basketball, I'm I'm all over the place. Even people that don't <laughs> watch boxing, you know who like at least a little bit about Anthony Joshua, Tyson Fury, and Deontay Wilder. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Like if you keep up with fighting a little bit, you know those three names, but. It's like, and what is he doing? You got you're ruining it. You're he's ruining it all, bro. Like, oh. I said, I say he's just had a bad day, bro. I'm not sweating it. I don't really think it's a big deal at the end of the day. I think he'll come back like he did last time and win it again. All right, man. Well, either way, let's go ahead and um, play this last audio message and close it out. Here we go. This is from yeah. Dev the Dash here. Here we go. Cheers. Football? What are you talking about? I'm gonna hand the ball off to him. Oh, he's not a running back. I thought he was the running back. I ain't getting. I'm not dropping the ball. I'm not. I'm not running away from him. I'm literally handing him the ball. Here you go. Here you go. Score that touchdown, buddy. Uh, that's great. That's exactly what that, that, that's what 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 that
Imagine explaining that to your coach on the sideline. It's like, be like, what happened, bro? Why are you supposed to hand him off to him? He's like, I thought he was a running back. Like, what, what do you want me to do? Hey, coach, wait. He's not the running back? Wait, what? <laughs> he must have switched jerseys before the game. He must have switched jerseys. <laughs> be like, be like, oh, coach, just be like, coach, oh, my, my, my eyesight wasn't working. I thought you had the same jersey on as us. My bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, man. Well, either way. Oh, wait, we got another one. We got one more. We got one more. All right, here's some news, love. Here we go. Um, I find it funny because even then, like, the passion that um, Eric shows, that is literally it. And it's kind of like, I get it. I can see where you're coming from. You're saying it's not a big deal, Dave, but it is. It's a massive deal. It's true. If you're losing to people like Andy Ruiz, it was only meant to be a makeshift. It's like, be fucking dominant. And he's not (laughs) dominant. And it scares me. It's so true. I I, I think he's going to come back from it, man. Everyone has bad days, bro. That's all I'm going to say. All right, he can come back from it, but it's just like, bro... Like, stop. Like, stop having to come back. Like, stop. It's like, you can't be losing to the... Like, it's to the point, David, it's like, I would put you in the room with Anthony Joshua, and if he has his so-called bad day, you can beat him. Like, imagine... I can, I can beat. I can beat anyone. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we put you in the ring with freaking Conor McGregor, see how it goes. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, it might be a good show. That's all I'm uh, going to say. Yeah, <laughs> I'm oh, marketing myself, bro. If Jake Paul can do it, why can't I? Jake why Paul can't cannot do it. <laughs> if I can market myself, why can't I? Why can't I? Ah, ah, oh my God, man. No, you can't. Go ahead, man. Thank you. For anyone who wants to, for any big star who wants to fight me, my, my offer is at least $10 million. Yeah, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's not doing it for the money either. Don't worry, he's not doing it. No, money. it's not for the money at all. It's for it's for exposure. But uh, at least at least twenty million dollars. My first one up. <laughs> so at least twenty million. I will say this much. I'll be in your corner with the um, with the um, white towel just waiting. Okay. <laughs> you'll throw it. You'll throw it in after five seconds. <laughs> I'll see one punch later. I'm like, nah, nah, call it, call it, call it, call it. <laughs> I'm like, stop uh, this. Oh, God, this is hilarious. But, right. um, close it out for us, bro. Without further ado, time to close out the show. I just want to say thank you to everyone who took the time out of their day just to listen to us. You know, we appreciate you guys. You guys are awesome. Don't forget it. Also, if you have not given us a follow on the stereo app, please click our faces and click that follow button. It'd be much appreciated. And also, subscribe to our show so you can get updates on when we go live and all that other stuff and helps us expand, branch our family out to many other people on the stereo app. Also, also, if um, if you uh, if you haven't followed our Instagram, please follow our Instagram. It is official underscore de underscore takeover. I will say it again: official underscore de underscore takeover. And this is for your live updates, our posts, interact with us on DMs, anything on the stories, interact with us, get updates on when we go live, all that other jazz. But uh, follow us there. And also, if you want to get to know the host of your podcast of the family. You can follow my Instagram. It is David underscore Rod underscore O2. And Eric's is Eric underscore Hines 16. Beautiful. So, uh, oh, I lost my train of thought. Oh, there you go. Also, if you missed an episode, if you missed part of the episode, if you missed the beginning, if you missed the middle, or you missed the end, or if you missed everything, or you want to go back to that one part, 
you can you can uh, follow. You can you can watch it on Spotify. You can watch it on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast. It will be on there. But once you're on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, please follow us on those platforms and review it and tell us what you guys think. We will appreciate it so much when we hear from you guys and it helps thrive and grow as a family and as a brand. But um, uh, also we have a YouTube channel and that is uh, not official. That is D and E takeover in all caps. You might have to put it in all caps because you know, we're not that big yet, yet being the key word, but there is some news. We do have a video coming out soon, very soon. Uh, but, tomorrow, um, tomorrow to be exact, it's coming out tomorrow. So please be, Check your calendars off. Write them in because we're going to be – hopefully you guys watch that tomorrow at – I don't know what the time is, but it's going to be sometime tomorrow. But uh, if you haven't watched our 1v1 as well, it's also on there. So please like, comment, and subscribe to our channel. And uh, we have more exciting stuff coming to that channel. Without a doubt, I can guarantee it. But um, with that, I think that – oh, also. And also, be sure to tune in on Thursday at 7 p.m. on this area for live – for live talks and you can hear it edited you can hear the edited version later the next day uh on spotify apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcast there it is ladies and gentlemen you heard it there first but um we appreciate every single one of you guys um and it's been your boy easy e eric hines and your boy the oracle d rod and we're out peace peace Oh, you know, man, you know, man, you know, man.